Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, today's episode, as it's been for the last few weeks, is brought to you by my friend Ian McPartland. Ian's a State Farm Insurance agent in the local Tinley Park area. Um, he's just doing something awesome. He's a, a regular over at Craft in 1979. Uh, that's how I got to know him. But uh, Ian is is doing trying to do something cool where you can just to get a quote with him. Uh, you can get a gift card over to Craft it, so you get like a ten dollar gift card if you just get a quote over the phone or go stop in his office. But Ian handles like everything. Auto home, business, property, life, health. The only catch with the gift card is you can't already be a State Farm uh, customer. But other than that, it's fair game. You can visit his office at 8231 West 185th Street, and that's Suite 400, Tinley Park, Illinois, 60487. And you can go to ianismyagent.com. You can see his beautiful face just smiling back at you. He's got office hours all week. But first of all, he would you should come visit him at Crafted because he'd probably be there if you come in the middle of the day. You never know. But uh, no, I'm just kidding, Ian. That never happens. Uh, and then today's episode is going to be uh, Whiskey Hill. Uh, good, good time. Good time. It was awesome to meet John and, and the crew over there. They were great, great, great guys. They're making some really good beer. Uh, they've gone through a lot of changes that I'm sure everybody knows that used to be urban legends and myths and legends, but uh, Whiskey Hill's got this thing on the right track. Got a fellow Leatherneck on the show, which was awesome. Uh, Western Illinois graduate. We didn't we didn't know that we were both graduates of Western Illinois, but you'll hear us uh, get lost in that conversation too much. Uh, then you know, as always, follow social media wise, Instagram, Facebook. So uh, Average Joe's uh, Beer Podcast is on Instagram, and you can just search Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast on facebook we're on everything itunes spotify um anything you think of should be on google play and uh, stitcher and all the big podcast uh, podcast venues that you can get all of your listening goods from and uh, then go to itunes if you can and if you're an apple user an itunes person uh, if you're using the podcast app go to itunes and leave a rating for the show that's always super helpful to get uh, to get the ratings hopefully five stars if you're enjoying it but yeah whiskey hill uh we got the crew over at whiskey hill jj and john and and matt give it a listen i think you'll like it all right we're actually rolling now seeing the uh see this is my first time here so uh why don't you guys go around the table and introduce yourselves i'm gonna start with you jay Sure. Uh, J.J. Rizicki, um, uh, tapper manager, general manager, whatever you want to call me. Jack of all trades, trying to help the, <laughs> the wants of needs of all the customers. Beautiful flowing locks. That's, yeah. that's yes. that, we need to Guys really paint nice the picture hair. for the people. <laughs> Thank right. you. Right, right. Uh, John Eicholt. I am the only brewer here right now at Whiskey Hill Brewing Company. And, um, yeah, kind of jack of all trades, too. We all help each other out and, you know. Just listening to you guys discuss any random stuff this morning, I can I can tell everybody's kind of involved in most things. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got, we got hands a little bit of everything, all of us. Um, Matt Weil, I'm actually the uh, the owner, but the same as JJ. I go by many names, wear many hats. So whatever needs to be done, man, I can do it. Yeah, it was my first time in here. Like the space is cool as hell. It's it's been different things, right? In the past, it's mm-hmm. been different breweries. Uh, has it changed hands a couple times, or is it still is Once. it original? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's it's kind of a. Does anybody want to tell the origin story? I mean, <laughs> like, just I've had that question before. Now being like in in the tap room at Crafted now for the last six months, it's uh, working it. You get a lot of people like if they've come up with Whiskey Hill, they're like, oh, was that this? Uh, mm-hmm. There was name changes and, and different ownership. Then or you do you said. make whiskey? That's right. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, yeah, that that's a long. Uh, it's a it's a good story actually, but 
the truth is is that it used to be a uh, it started off as a place called urban legend uh there was a couple owners involved two three four owners and uh really passionate guys started in their basement home brewing uh from what i've heard i'm only giving you from what i know um but yeah so they started up here and they, they started a brewery they were really excited and they did a lot you know a lot of good things made a real headway it was a while ago you know seven eight years ago now and then um, I think through the years, I kind of think their model changed. They didn't really, I don't know how much direction. I think they were just having a little bit more fun than they were brewing or trying to find out where do we want to go with this. Or uh, A lot of them had full-time jobs and things um, and weren't in it 100% of the time. But uh, great guys. They should be proud of what they built. Uh, worked really hard at it. They had a name change issue because they had like a... Uh, urban legend right? first? There was a, was there it was urban a winery was in urban Northern legend. California. There you go. Yeah. And they had a wine, one brand of wine called Urban Legend. Ah. And they caught wind of it, and they wanted none of the, like, let's get along and play nice. They were like, no, you guys have been selling something under this name. So basically, they told them, change your name, or we're going to sue you harder <laughs> right. for however so that you, could work. Yeah, right um, now we're at a medium pace. We're yes. going to pick that up to a harder pace. <laughs> so they changed <laughs> the name, and, and they wanted to stick with something that people could remember from the previous name. Yeah, so this, I remember going to Binney's even, you know, in Willowbrook and seeing Urban Legend. What was that? The Cooper's? Cooper's what? Parachute. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Uh, what, Catherine the Great, I think. Yeah. We yeah. were drinking that at Beer House back when Beer House was in Yorktown. Yeah, I remember that spot, yeah. too. Yeah. Like 99 taps or some shit. They had a, yeah. bunch, they had a bunch of 60, taps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that Catherine the Great was one of the beers that I, first ones that I heard growing up kind of in the area and not really being into beer as much as I am now, but. Yeah, so they switched it to what? Missing Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, at that point, you know, I think, I think they had a lot of people involved, uh, and uh, they kind of made their way. And then fast forward. Uh, well, the issue was the industry was booming at that point. Yeah. And, and it was like, if you don't catch up, you're behind, you know, um, immediately. Right. Like, if you're not, if you don't have a 100 IBU West Coast IPA, like, that was the thing, you know? The IBU then, race. Yeah, like the <laughs> IBU race. They probably didn't stick around with that. And it was just a lot of like, well, we have our regulars and we have people who love us and, and that's cool, you know, and I, and I respect that. But maybe they just didn't want to be the next was it like? You know? Did you guys see it as like too many cooks in the kitchen type thing? Like you, uh, you mentioned like multiple ownership yeah. or, and just a lot of people making a lot of, you know, it, not it, making decisions. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, and I'm, I, again, I don't have as much knowledge as like, you know, okay. a John yeah, yeah. or a JJ on the industry being in on it. Like you guys say stuff and I can kind of dabble in it a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of pick and choose what I know. But from a business perspective, uh, looking reflecting on it, yeah, they just had too many people coming in making decisions. It's a, as you all know. I mean, if you don't, it's a tough industry. I mean, you're in it. You got to be creative. You got to have minds like John's that can create and be passionate about what they're putting together and the and the science and the chemistry that goes into it. And uh, there's JJ. There's the operations end. I mean, there's all these pieces of the puzzle that I think it's hard when you're a couple people trying to juggle all that. You know, or everyone's got. Hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got ideas are. Ideas are the one thing you have tons of. They don't mm-hmm. cost anything, you know what I mean? And good ones are the hard ones to find. So yeah. I think these guys had a lot of ideas, and it just, anyway, it ran away from them. Um, yeah. And I think they lost focus on a few things, and that was it. So not to, you know, to have a productive conversation to move forward, <laughs> uh, I basically uh, met a guy here that was working with them on their graphics and stuff. I'd known him before he had come to one of my restaurants when I was a, when I was younger, one of the first ones I ever opened. Shout out to Rick. Yeah, shout out to Big Rick. Um, <laughs> Thick Rick. Thicky Ricky. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the one who's like, hey, man, you know, we should do a beer for you, a contract beer. So if you don't know already, I own Firewater Barbecue and Brew. 
Uh, we have our three locations. We started in Crest Hill back in Got 13. one right by you guys. All right, cool. Yeah, but I live right over there. Well, I used to live right by you guys pretty close. Now we just move over a little further west. But, yeah, we eat, we eat over there quite a bit. I didn't realize you own that place. Yeah. And now there's one over at Noon Whistle too, right? Uh, there's Lombard. one in Lombard. Yeah. That was our second one, opened in 14. And then we, ordered down, we opened uh, downtown Geneva in September of last year. Mm-hmm. So love That's this funny. plug and plug. It's funny you say that because I used to eat Matt's barbecue all the time. And then when I met him, he's like, oh, yeah, what's up? You know, I'm Matt. Nice to meet you. I own Firewater Barbecue. And I was like, yeah. dude, I'm not lying to you. The amount of times I've had your food is ridiculous. Apple bourbon sauce. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, he used to go, <laughs> wow. as soon as you guys opened. Well, it used to be a different joint there before, right? It, it was, was a different yeah. Porky. Something. something. It was Porky. They would screw everything up, right. I felt like. It was like, Porky's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had. <laughs> it was yellow walls. It was different. You know, yeah. th- again, that's another thing that when we, when you guys do beer, and you guys, like, live this, right? And, and I be, it's become such a big part of my life now, is that craft southern style barbecue is such a cult i mean yeah. you, you know if you're it's a good cult it's a great cult <laughs> oh yeah, yeah for sure and there's some favorites. similarities yeah so um getting in that starting firewater barbecue back in 13 it was always my goal if you look at the sign at crest hill it says firewater barbecue and brew and at that time i was yep. just learning about craft beer i mean i was always an an alcohol drinker I hate to be that guy but i was the alcohol yeah. drinker oh, yeah. And I'm mean, 10:30. Drink and we're all drinking, guys. Yeah. Except for Jay. Jay's being I'm good. Jay's being good. Well, you mean the hard stuff, right? The hard stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I meant I meant the real boozy okay. stuff, and you know, um, got you know, loved bourbons and whiskeys and all that stuff. So anyway, um, I always wanted to do brew, and I said to myself, you know what? We're going to open this Southern style barbecue place. I feel like the Midwest is totally missing out on Southern style barbecue. I'm talking real backwoods. Right, brick oven, hickory, applewoods, cooked that mac in a, and cheese with the spiral noodles. Oh yeah, dude, the <laughs> noodle. That cheese sauce. It's, it's the dead stuff. Yeah, that stuff's good. Oh, That's man. legit. Um, yeah. So, and you know. Uh, tips, rib tips served in the bag, dumped over hand cut fries. Like that's, that's kind of how it is down there, you know? So when we started to do it, I said, we need to do local and regional craft beer. And then my partner, who's the one who, you know, pretty much started the, was the one who traveled Memphis in May, the barbecue guy. Um, he's the one who's like, you know, well, beer, I don't know about beer, man. I don't even drink beer. And I'm like, bro, there's nothing better than a good barbecue and beer, beer, you know, and an American Southern South barbecue. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I always wanted to do craft beer, but I knew nothing about it. And so I said, we'll just carry local and regional. We'll carry between like three and 10. That's it. And I'm talking like two to eight miles. That's it. I, I don't remember want... Flesk being one yeah. of those and, and Myths and Legends. Pollyanna. I think you guys had Myths and Legends we started, sometimes, right? We, yeah. we started. And, uh, you know, we had Metal Monkey. I talked to the Metal Monkey guys. Those guys are the best. They yeah. walked in, I think, two days or, or the day of they signed their lease. And I remember them coming in and talking with them. I was slicing brisket behind the behind nice. the. I was working two jobs at the time. And <laughs> I'm slicing brisket, and uh, they came in. Some he handed us a card, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're opening up a brewery." And I'm like, "Really?" He's like, so we called Metal Monkey, and I was like, "That's a great name, you know." Yeah, shout out to Dan too. We great love logo, those guys. Dan yeah. Cam, yeah. Jason James. Those yeah. guys are great. So yeah, they came in, and I was like, "Man, you guys, we got to get your beer in here." And like, well, "Why don't you guys do food for us?" Like, we will. So it was a good collaboration there. Um, but anyway, fast forward and. Thicky Ricky. <laughs> I already <laughs> like Thicky Ricky. Yeah, you yeah, like Rick. Rick. He's, he, he, he'd enjoy this. He, um, I mean, his calves are the size of your head. Yeah. yeah. Tree trunks. Thick Rick. Tree yeah. trunks. Monster, dude. Monster, dude. Very passionate about beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> almost too passionate. And uh, anyway, he says, hey, do you want to do, you know, do you want us to do a contract beer for you? And this is when he opened Lombard in 14. Now we had two locations where we're growing. We thought it was going to make, I was going to make myself a couple hundred bucks a week. I told my wife, she was like, why, you're getting into the, the back end of the restaurant business? You're an idiot, you know. <laughs> You've been home every day for like two and a half, three years. It's been great. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I love you, honey, but, you know, I got to work. You know, so yeah. um, 
he, you know, he, so we talked to him and then I don't know, one thing led to another and we met the owners and we kind of saw the position they were in and we started talking to them a little bit. And I think it just boiled down to a bunch of offers back and forth. And then yeah. I was like, okay, this works. Yeah. Right? And, and not knowing anything about it. I remember this story. I came in here. Um, I had met some people that were working here at the time and I was just in way over my head, dude, out of my element. I mean, you put me on a kitchen line, right? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't work fry side, grill side, whatever uh-huh. you want. I mean, full scratch menu, fast food, you name it, dude, I can do it. But coming in here, I saw like the <laughs> tea clamps and the other shit and all the shit and everywhere. And I see the tanks and I'm like, whoa, I'm, I, I can be honest with you. Total shock, dude. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Good so, story. Good, quick story. I'm, I'm, I just started. So I started March 18th last year for like two, three weeks with urban legend or myths and legends. Okay. I think it was because they knew they had a buyer coming. They didn't want the old guy in for whatever reason. And so I was in the, the new, you know, I was the freshman here, the new brewer. And um, so Matt walks up to me one day. He's like, what's up, John? How are you feeling, man? And I'm like mashing in. And he looks into mash ton and he's like, all right, so like what kind of hops you got going on in here? And I'm like, so these are grains. Uh, and so then I was like, you know, we'll teach you, you know. You'll, and, and now he walks up. He's like, oh, cool. Like, and he kind of knows lingo and stuff. It's cool. You know, watch him. Go from thinking grains were hops to I'm like, like what he's talking about. He's a like grown wanna... man now. See? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not, dude. It's oh, getting man. his beer wings a little more. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. he'll like shoot me pictures of beers that he's drinking at home, right. or like he'll be like, "I drank this sour IPA." I'm like, "There you Ooh, go." Look like, at that's, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beer porn. Big boy. Beer porn. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to watch the evolution of anyone. Yeah. In, in yeah. the beer world, you know. I mean, I remember just days of PBR. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know? Now I'm drinking a Kolsch. I feel like I've come full circle. <laughs> Super clean and Back crisp. Back to clean, crisp, yeah. bubbly beers. Yeah, yeah. So once once you negotiate, you know, whatever it was, it, it, you're you're taking this place on by yourself then? Well, no. Like so kinda... you know what? Um, it, I think this is, if you're going to listen to a, a podcast um, like this and you love beer and you love brewing, you know, I will tell you, I know what it's like to have a successful business. I also know what it's like to have a very bad failing business. I remember the days of uh, people knocking at the door, giving the keys to your car. You know what I mean? You're done. You got no money. My wife being like, hey, you know, power bill's going to get turned off in two days and, you know, nowhere to go for money. I mean, I've been there. Okay. And um, I think when you look, when you stand back and and from now, I, I guess I stand back and I look at starting this. We, we purchased it. May, we closed May 14th. Mm-hmm. I remember all last, uh, the early part of 18, really late of 17, looking at the business model, looking at the financials, looking at the equipment, right? And all I know is kitchens and food. I don't know anything about beer. And I'm looking at the outlay, what it takes to brew good beer. And I'm realizing I have no <laughs> effing clue of how to do this, you know, and I don't know how long, you know, and I'm asking somebody who's trying to sell me their business who's really struggling probably, right? And you, you think of that as you're sitting across mm-hmm. from somebody. Well, they'll make it sound nice, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, you know, but I, I, I remember looking and saying to myself, okay, you know, I'm going to want to get in there. And one thing I've always believed in, once Firewater really took off, you know, my first restaurant, I did well. My second, I worked in the city as a young guy and I was busting my butt. And bartending, I, I remember working all day. I started with Applebee's out of college. Okay, Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Neighborhood Grill. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I mean, I was the local. Right? Talladega Nights getting thrown out of yeah, Applebee's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Applebee's <laughs> has rats. Yeah. And uh, I started off as just training because I always wanted to open my own place. I always thought that was cool. Worked at a place in college that we converted into a kind of a bar. 
nightclub at Western Illinois. Good old uh, shout out to my Macomi homies. I'm a graduate. Of Are you, Illinois my man, University. dude? A leatherneck, dude. I told dude, you. Fucking le- yeah, I spent a lot of time at the change of pace. Yeah, and, uh, dude. well, yeah. so I converted. Uh, we, I, I'm not sure when you were there. 2006, I graduated. So 2002 to 2006. So I left on 02. So yep, there okay. you go. Yeah. Um, we had converted. If you were there at the time. Was Top of the Town still there? Yeah, yeah. Top and the Link were still there. Okay, so together. I opened the Link and Top of the Town. We converted mm-hmm. that. It used to be called Stampede, and it was a country bar. Yeah. When country wasn't cool. Yeah, so I <laughs> Just that so you one. know. Two dogs. That, Two dogs, And then, and yeah. then during my time there, it went to the Forum. The, the forum. forum opened up. That big time, dude. And big so dance party. So you know. So we had, you know what? I'm Mic drop. Poof, I'm out of here. Yeah. Dropping <laughs> all my stuff. I'm leaving. Western's Those adventure. Leathernecks, man. It was a great. I loved it. Um, me too. And I started, I was a... Uh, I was in a fraternity. I was playing football. I was I was um, I was a theater minor, dude. I mean, I think I don't I don't think I slept. You know, I'm surprised my my girlfriend at the time even stayed with me. But I like learned at that point. Um, getting out when I went to Applebee's, I was like, all right, I got to learn how to open my own place. Was, I always wanted to do it. And uh, anyway, I not to talk about me the whole darn time. I'm sorry, guys, but I basically we're used to it. They'll, they know, have they have it. another two hours to fill. <laughs> just, they'll be fine. No, yeah, and uh, I basically fast forward, and I, I, I try to get, you know, when I got out of it, and I saw all that getting into this, the whole rationale behind buying a brewery and doing it, I'm like, you know, there's a ton of outlay, okay, so you got to lay to get the right stuff, and all I ever cared about when I did Firewater was like, look, I don't care how we do it, I don't care what we charge, I mean, I want to be reasonable, but we don't need to get rich on this, right? So a lot of people go in, they're like, you know what, pork by the pound is nineteen dollars. You know, and you're like, what are you doing? And believe me, there's places around us that have opened and done that. And they're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, there's we can make a little money. We can't make a lot of money. So there's not huge margins in this business. Let's just trim it. And let's make sure we put out a phenomenal product, a great experience. Let's, you know, let's try to get them out of the regular troubles of the day, their day, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next thing you know, basically, opening the brewery, I saw the same thing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care what we do, but we got very lucky when I met John um, – Right here, John's sitting right next to me, just so you know. When I met John <laughs> Eichholz, the head, he won't even say it, the head brewer. He's like, I'm the only brewer. What, yeah. what the hell is that, dude? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like brewmaster. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I, I have a huge problem with the term brewmaster. Um, yeah. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. But he, uh, I met him, and I was like, all right. And I was like, well, how is he to the old owners, you know? Because I said we were, we were in this transition of buying. And uh, I uh, right away was there, like, well, he's super creative and stuff, and he wants to do a lot of stuff, but, you know, you really got to keep him brewing. And blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sounds good. And I'm, I'm listening to somebody who I'm buying the, the business, you know, so I'm looking at it like, I don't know if I should listen to all that. But I basically knew that there's a ton of outlay here. In order for us to brew incredible beer and also in order for us to have a great time and be able to do what we want to do, we got to move product. Right, you don't want product sitting. I mean, let's be honest. All the new beers, right, and the mm-hmm. hazies and the New England mm-hmm. styles and the milkshakes, shelf life. And shelf yeah. life. I mean, you got to turn fresh beer. Or what are you doing, right? You're just canning, yeah. like, like you know, Miller Lite. Sorry to say that on the mic. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say whatever you want. Um, so I basically went to a good friend of mine and I said, look, I was going to buy this brewery, and I really want to, you know, I really, I really was going to do it, but it's not for me. So a mutual friend of ours, Kevin. So Kevin, shout out to mm-hmm. Kevin Crocky, does all mm-hmm. of our IT and our a lot of our what point of sale our website our graphics I mean, tons of stuff uh-huh he's like you know hey rob was asking me about what's going on with that brewery you're looking at and i said dude it's it's a, probably a no-go i'm not going to do it it's too much outlay I, I don't think i can do it right right now i'm not ready you know so i got a call from my buddy rob salerno and uh 
tons of shout outs going out to people today, but Rob Salerno. Give, who, give him all the love. Yeah, give he him owns, all the love. He's got they a bunch of places. It. He's got like, what, 12 or 13 places now. He just bought the foundry last year in Aurora, which is Piazza. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, plays his monster. A bunch of times. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's somebody who's really great at, you know, the sales and the experience. And, oh, my God. Yeah. That's Rob. Like, oh, right? these are 76 cents? No, watch. I can get it for 22. Right. And, he does. <laughs> and he does. And you're like, how, the, how did you do that? Right. So he has his own qualities. And, and I said, he says, well, let's, you know, let's do it. What are you thinking about doing? I said, well, I really like to create my own beer for the Firewater. But at the same time, this whole brewery movement is really awesome. I think we're late to the party. But I think we could show up and show them our dance moves and have a good time. And, you know, like, I think it'll be something we could really give people a some great a great experience great product so anyway he's like we're doing it we're doing it so um anyway we got into it and uh i said hey we negotiated you know the the, the deal to buy everything knowing there's gonna be a ton of outlay you know there's gonna be a ton of things that need improvements there's gonna be we have to change this whole direction because from what didn't work before all right we have to totally change this entire culture here like it's got a is a gut job you know yeah um so we came in, and that was it. We closed May 14th of 18, coming up on a year, mm-hmm. and walked in the door, met John, and like you said, I, I that first day, dude, I was like, what? I saw the pieces, and I'm like, yeah, so there's hops in here. Okay, so you're doing the hops. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, man, no. Nah. Like, he didn't want to talk too much to me because he's like, what's going on? Um, but, yeah, that's just... That's pretty much how we got here. We started that, and, and I don't think we've stopped since. If you look around, I mean, nothing looks yeah. the same. We've been just dumping. The tanks and me are the only thing left from really. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And even from he's changed in eight months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been crazy. The tanks and me. The tanks and me. Like, the, the only thing that's, like, still the same, and maybe the sticker, like, cooler door. They're cleaner yeah. now. They're cleaner. The tanks are cleaner now, I think. Yeah, they're a little cleaner. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> a couple bigger ones in there, too. So, you know. Yeah, we like stainless. Stainless right. is always good. Right. So, you're, you're, what's your thought? I mean, when this is all happening, like, that's weird for you to be, like, signed on with this group and then knowing that another group is going to come in or another person's going to come in. Yeah, that was basically I, I called. That's a good story. My dude. old boss at the time. It's like, so I'm hearing from one of our regulars that, um, that you're selling the place, like, completely. You're selling the place. Oh, don't listen to everybody. They just talk. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I heard it from another regular. And so I'm like, Jason, just let me know what's going on. He's like, they'll like you. The new guys are going to like you. I promise. You're like, you're in for sure. And I'm thinking, dude, I just took this job. I quit my other job. Took this job. And am I going to have a job in a month now? I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you got to think about that, you know? And, if, I mean, luckily, Matt liked me and I like Matt. And that was, you know, at, at at the time, I still I think I only met Rob for like two minutes, right? And it was just basically like, "Oh, you're going to be dealing with me more, anyways." So I'm like, "Cool," and that's all it was. We started churning out beer and, and getting busy, and yeah. So w- as you were transitioning out of the old the old piece of this, like, mm-hmm. were you noticing issues? Where is it like there was no brew schedule? Like, what what were the the, f- the failing areas that you that you noticed? Um, well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I, when I, hey man, I don't mean, yeah, I don't mean to replay like this trouble to or anything. Like, no, when yeah, I, fir- no, when I first came in, basically I was, I was transferring beer out of tanks into kegs that was in the tanks for like two, three months already for some reason, like not sitting on the yeast cake or anything, but like in the bright, just sitting there. Yeah. Just finishing. And I'm like looking at the, the brew sheets and the dates and stuff. And I'm like, what's going on here? I don't know. Like, okay. Whatever. So I, so I get them out of the tanks so I could start doing my thing. You know, and basically what I did was I just one by one worked the old beers out and 
I think by the time we fully took over, we had like one or two brands of their beer left. And when those were gone, that was it. And I get people all the time, are you going to make Cooper's Parachute? Are you going to make The Creature? And I'm like, this is a new company. <laughs> you know, and, and I explain it to them like, you're, you're a chef, okay? And you get to take over a whole new kitchen. You're not going to keep making the chocolate lava cake. If A, it's not selling. And B, why would you want to do that if you have all these other toys to play with? You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, we just kind of phased everything out. You've obviously got your own creativity. You want to start exercising too, right? I mean, that's oh, for sure. like you're chomping to get in there. Mm-hmm. That was the really good part about Matt and Rob just kind of being like, I don't know, dude, you do it. Like, right. Because <laughs> I was like, cool, I can make, and I hate to say it, I can make the beers that are trending right now. I can make the beers that people want. And at the same time, I throw in a Kolsch, I throw in a lager, um, you know, just some wacky stuff. I, I put like a Gozon Nitro before, like, <laughs> you know, just getting weird. Um, and that's what we needed initially was like, okay, everybody wants beer that looks like orange juice. And because when you're brand new, brand new, and there's two name changes and all this kind of like dark cloud that's been hanging over the place, you got to change people's minds like immediately. Like, whoa, it's not just a bunch of porters and red ales, you know? Right, Um, right. That was my approach at it. But I mean, you're, you're, I'm looking at you right now. You're wearing a a monkish hat and a tired hands sweatshirt. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) so you clearly don't have an issue with those, with those (laughs) delicious styles that everybody. Shout out to tired hands. That's my, that's, that's my jam right there. Yeah, dude. They're, they're ridiculous. Um, yeah, th- I get a lot of creativity from them. Actually, not still really, but right. initially when I was when I was just trying different stuff, like putting vegetables in beer or like <laughs> you know the crazy stuff you see them doing, and you're like, whoa, like that's like, why nuts. not? Why not? You did like a Spumoni milkshake IPA, like what? You're like it's it's nuts, and you got to wrap your head around it. But coming from a culinary background, I kind of get it, or I got it, and yeah, you know we pull inspiration from anything. Oh yeah, you know, that's see, like that's a person walking down the street, and I'm like, "That was like a cool shirt or something," you know. Like, and you don't know, but you pull inspiration from that. <laughs> like, oh, those colors made me think to make a raspberry yeah. uh, milkshake. Yeah, okay. yeah, seriously. <laughs> it gets crazier from there, bro. I mean, we got some crazy stuff going on. Him and I will text back and forth. We now JJ's in the mix. See, JJ will come into this conversation here shortly. Yeah, we as just we, we, just as we left move him along. In the corner. No, right. as we move along the history here, he'll come into it. He did tell me he has performance anxiety when it comes to live live performance. Yeah. So oh, he's solid, dude. This guy, he <laughs> I'm solid now. I wasn't back in the day. <laughs> he's uh, one of those people you kind of uh, when he and we'll get into him later too. I'm sure, but when he first came on, I was like, yeah, you know, I was pumped no matter what, but. Even just recently, it's been like everybody comes like, oh, I know JJ, I know JJ, I know JJ. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, dude. I mean, everybody knows you. Yeah. It's a good thing, a People bad thing. People come in, they're like, what's up, Jay? Right. And he's like, oh, they know me from like, well, Jay came from Pollyanna. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's cool because he'll have people visiting all the time now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I pay them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nursing I, ta- I talked to you short. when you were at Pollyanna, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. yeah. We, we were we were in a couple of emails together when I was booking with uh, Mark and uh, Paul and uh, Vince. Mm-hmm. Saw Vince yesterday at Southfest. I haven't seen Vince in a while. He's a good man. Very good man. I like him. Uh-huh. He's got the funniest Facebook posts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of his. So Whiskey Hill, it was. I mean, the, you you got to know people. Are always, like you, you touched on it earlier. Like, wh- do you serve whiskey? Like, right. Like, wh- you know, right. Uh, what yeah. was the thought behind the name? It's funny. It's funny you said that because last night I sent John kind of like we're going to. Like a little story. Like a little an explanation uh-huh. yeah bio if you and will. we're going to share it with everybody obviously jj's going to see it today but like just last night, i finished it i literally started yesterday at like i don't know 12 30 
And I just sat there for like four hours, and I did. My wife's like, you know, I, need, I need help with the kids. I'm like, too bad. I'm, I'm working on this. <laughs> I'm crafting something. I'm crafting something. So I got so into it. I literally finished like last night around 10.30 or 11, even with the time change. And I'm like, you know, I, I, my wife's like, what's wrong with you? You got a problem? I'm like, look, I, I have to get this done. I've been, I haven't done this, and I'm almost coming up in a year. I'm embarrassed, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, Whiskey Hill. So if, for those that don't know, I guess I'll start with this. I won't give you the... The whole thing, because there's got to be something left to, you know, for you to be curious about and come check out. But <laughs> uh, if for those that don't know, Westmont used to be called Westmount because it's the highest line on the BNSF Railroad between Chicago and Aurora. Okay. And it started, uh, it was incorporated in 1921 as uh, Westmont. So this is fresh in my head, dude, because I did all the research, especially more last night and all the yesterday, last few days. Um. It was basically started by a guy named uh, William L. Gregg, who started a company called the Excelsior Brick Company, okay, in downtown Westmont, which is literally less than a mile away here. Um, and it was at the bottom of the hill. There's a big hill that comes over to the top of Cass Avenue going into the bottom there. But uh, they call it the hill because it's obviously, like I said, the highest point between here and Chicago. So uh, in eight, he got here a little bit for, a little bit late 1870s, right after the Chicago fire happened in 1871. The Excelsior Brick Company was the largest brick company, apparently, or one of the largest to help rebuild Chicago. And as we did history and looking around the area, um, we, we started to realize that we really wanted to, because these guys had come up with the names and, and the way the whole craft beer market is, and talking to my partner about the name, he had some crazy names Rob did, too. He comes up with some crazy stuff. Do you remember stuff. any? You remember oh, my any God, dude. You don't even want to hear yeah, what I, I said. I'm going to say it, them. though, because he probably will listen to this one time and then, you know, be like, whatever, I didn't say that. <laughs> but um, I, I don't laugh when I say this, but I think the first name was Tap Out Brewing Company. And I was like, bro, that's a no. <laughs> and I'm sure there's trademark issues with that anyway. That's a total Rob line. Right. Oh, my God. Totally. He's like, yeah. But the real the real name he started with, I shouldn't say that, was Savage, which I thought was pretty cool. Savage Brewing. Hey, Savage Brewing. Why do you do that? Hey, man. You know, like anything goes. And I'm like, oh, I like that. You know, I like where that's going. But um, we saw that was taken. There's a beer. There's I believe there's a Savage Brewing Company. I'm not sure. But I said to him, I was like, look, this is not something where we're looking to get on the map right away. We want to be like a, a Lagunitas or a... You know, we don't need to be one of the one of the big boys like Three Floyds. Like we're not. That's not this. That's not our gig, man. That's not what we're gonna do here. Um, I said, this is how I see it. You tell me what you think. And he's like, what's your show, dude? You you do it. All I care about is we're putting out great beer, and I want to put products in my restaurants that are really phenomenal. And uh, I want to have my own line because I'm tired of buying millions of dollars of other people's products, and I don't know where they're coming from or what they're doing with it. Um, so he's like, you know, I'm cool with it. So I said, well, what do you think of the name Whiskey Hill? And so as that developed and we started to get, you got your little raspberry milkshake deviation. It looks pretty tasty. Dude, it's, it's amazing. Uh, he, didn't get, he didn't get me too. one. Did you use my glass for him? I'm just yeah. kidding. Oh, I we're, got sharing. we're sharing. He's telling me down. He's like, slow down the alcohol content. Uh-huh. Matt will take the whole yeah, two this, hours up. This he doesn't guy, trust every, you. Every time he's like, all right, so what, what are you brewing today? And I'll be like, oh, I'm working on a new IPA. It's going to be like seven and a half, eight, like, you know. I'm like, <laughs> doesn't always have to be there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. I don't have time. That's why I tell him. Like, I'm like, limited on this time. This is his transition on, on booze. <laughs> See, he's like used to 40%. Right. That's like we were at Buckle Down recently. He's like, oh, it's shout right. out to Vicky and Ike and Sean. Yeah, yeah awesome shout out to Buckle Down. Love those guys. Um, he's drinking the Belgian triple. He's like, yeah, it's like 11%. <laughs> it's rocket. I went to get another one. I go, yeah, can I get another one with triples? And he's like, dude, there's 12 other beers on the menu. Get something else. <laughs> I'm like, how about that nice 5% pale ale? Let's get you something uh, sessionable. We'll get you a little sessionable beer. A little painted turtle. I like that. That was, I was thinking, sessionable beer last night, too, by the way. (laughs) 4.8% or something like that. 
So was that alarmist? I saw that on Chicago Microbrewers, and what's that? There was an alarmist, like a session. I think it was their session ale or something. It looked uh, good. I don't know. No, you sent it to me. Did I? Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't remember. I'm always sending. <laughs> I'm always I was drunk. Sunday. I'm sorry. It was yeah. Sunday night in the Brewers' world. <laughs> there was. Who knew what was going on? Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I told Rob about the name. Getting back to the name, I said, "Dude, let's do, let's stay local, right?" I was like, "What will be better than staying local? What's some history? Is there anything good here? Let's dig a little bit." And when I saw that Whiskey Hill, I was like, "God, I like that name." So I put it out there to him. Put it out there to Thick Rick at the time. So what do you guys think of this name? Thick Rick. They're like, why? I and uh, Dick Rick. So I, I told him, I said, dude, the downtown Westmont with the guy that built the brick company, there also was a small brick uh, building down there that apparently was a restaurant with a family. And you can come in and read this real soon in the tap room. Um, it basically was a small restaurant where this old lady used to feature her like turtle soup. She'd have the kids. Yes. People listening out there, she'd go have the kids catch turtles from the old swamp right nice. here a mile away That's and serve awesome. up some turtle soup. Mm-hmm. I know John loves it. He's like, let's put turtles in beer. Dude, yeah, turtle <laughs> turtle shell stout coming soon. Uh, here we go. Radioactive it, turtles. Yes, for sure. And uh, it became basically a restaurant, and then it became a speakeasy in Prohibition, which I know everyone's on that Prohibition kick, and John tries to steer me like, don't, it's not all about so Prohibition. so hot right now. It is. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I said, well, dude, it literally was. Look at the look at the story. So we read about it in, the, in this Trib story. And then yeah. the, there's actually the, the old brick house they they basically transported, but it's still there as the museum. And in the fridge is old beers from like the 30s, 40s, 50s, which is super cool. You got to go check it out. But basically, Whiskey Hill, because of their lack of, what do you want to call it, their, their obedience, their lack of following rules. Well, basically, I guess in a nutshell, Whiskey Westmont, Whiskey Hill, Westmount, whatever you want to call it, was the place that everybody knew this area you could come and hang out in little speakeasies or little back alley bars and get drunk. Right. Everything was dry, and that was during Prohibition. Right. So this was known as, like, that's where you went and partied. Like, all of our great-grandparents and grandparents probably were here at one point having drinks if they were from around here because it was, like, the the, the little not bad area but like no, it was it where you could enough. go and smoke cigarettes and drink scotch and, hush, and hush. play cards yeah. and do all right. that stuff you know well and there was a lot of like when we got the name we went into the village and there was a lot of like frowning eyes man everyone like, Ooh, like it's kind of like this like like what hush, do you hush don't want, we don't want the, our village we're a progressive village we're we're <laughs> we're into we, you know we're gonna, we're gonna start a, a university here i mean it's like guys yeah. look look don't be a, uh, this was actually a very prideful city yeah. village uh the brick company was a real sense of pride. There's a lot of manufacturing that came out here, um, paint companies, uh, paving, asphalt, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it, it, I don't think people know this, but Westmont built a ton of Illinois, Chicago. I mean, tons of hands that were in this town. I that didn't worked. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rebuilt so much of the, of the towns around it. And remember, you got town that borders it to the east, which is Hinsdale. I'm mm-hmm. sure most people have heard of Hinsdale. Worked there mm-hmm. for a long time. All right, so you know Hinsdale. I mean, I hate to Drive say down I'm from North County Line Road, man. There you go, bro. Well, I grew up in Burr Ridge. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a Hinsdale guy. Unfortunately, then your baller is. Fuck, I grew up man. there. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. I was the poor kid. I you drove my mom's one, caravan around. You were that dude. one two-bedroom house. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we were. No, my dad worked hard and gave us a good life. But I just remember like pulling up to the the parking lot at Hinsdale Central. Man, I was like a junior, senior, you <laughs> know. Hoopty. Oh man, my mom's caravan, dude. 1989 caravan with the wood grain. Ooh, okay. nice. And let me tell hot. you something. Still had a girlfriend. I made it look good. I was <laughs> I was cool, dude. I, I had a really good group of friends. See, I'm from Glendale Heights, so you didn't yeah, get a whole this different. Just, yeah. <laughs> Our parking lot at Central was like Porsches, BMWs, and you're like, whose car is that? Mine. So it's not crazy. my dad's. 
Oh, it was crazy. I drove my skateboard to school. Yeah. Like, so, I, know. <laughs> I drove it to school. I had a BMX. The, the I was into all that. But yeah, so, uh, you know, think about in those days, you had Westmont. Uh, you had Westmont. You had Hinsdale. You had Downers. You had Western Springs. Those are all big church towns, right? I mean, so they were dry towns, too. I mean, li- Hinsdale yeah. didn't have a liquor license until... Hmm. I mean, I think I think the early, the late 90s, mid 90s, I think the mid 90s, they got their first liquor license. Tommy R's, I remember it. So really? anyway, long story short, they, um, you know, they couldn't really have alcohol. So Westmont became that place. And it became a place where, as John said, you could kind of go, it didn't matter from what walk of life you're from, you know, and I have this, we kind of have this mm-hmm. in the story, you know, you could be rubbing elbows the, with a railroad tycoon or talking some shop in the corner over a flicking gas, uh, you know, flickering gas lantern with some tradesmen, you know. So you were accepted, you were, you got to hang out, and judgments were left at the door. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the story of the Reitmeyer family who kind of had this little speakeasy and kind of how, what Whiskey Hill, people say, hey, it's Whiskey Hill. So the locals were, the older folks, I think, were a little like, oh, well, Whiskey Hill, you're promoting partying. Like, no, that's not really what it's about. It's more yeah. about, like, community, family. Yeah. There's and enough bars in town to promote partying. Right. Totally. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have shots here. <laughs> I mean, like, well, you know, what's super cool. We'll have, I'll run into old timers every now and then, and they know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I had a guy approach me at a fest and he's like, what do you know about Whiskey Hill? And I was <laughs> like, dude, I'm he's like, I, I, I don't like actually. That? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. He actually told me, he's like, what do you know about Whiskey Hill? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Tell me this would be really cool coming from someone who actually mm-hmm. knows it. Like we could Google stuff and Wikipedia all day. All right. But like this old guy was like, Hey, that's what it used to be called. Basically he told me what we already knew, but yeah, sometimes old timers, they'll know. They say they like, I remember whiskey Hill yeah. and they have no filter. So they'll tell you how it really <laughs> was. Let me tell you, I'll tell you what this was. That's really where like. I met your great grandma uh-huh. and a couple other women too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's always an interesting conversation to tie into what you're, t- what you're talking about is, it, and I have it a lot on this, on the show, uh, talking about, um, dealing with the villages and just the different obstacles and the, sometimes it's ignorance. Sometimes I've had everything from, from being recruited breweries being recruited to an area everything yes. from people fighting to the death to try not to let a brewery come in oh good i just knocked my charger out <laughs> i'm gonna i'll, get I'll it. pick it up but keep no. doing what you're saying stay in your thought yeah but <laughs> just just being a, like a different spectrum of how villages and cities and towns deal with this stuff mm-hmm. so uh westmont in general then they weren't like too much pushback but maybe the name they didn't care for but like they understood the value of a of having a brewery in the, in the area mm-hmm. okay i think they definitely understood the value and i think they're starting to look at their neighbors like downers if you look at downtown downers there's little places popping up i mean cellar door has been there forever but these little spots that people want to go to cadence cellar door um even emmets you know you have this little downtown feel and downtown westmont is like like that but not i feel like it's not really quite there with like the little like you know the hipster shit like the a cheese shop or like whatever <laughs> it might be like you God know damn she would get against cheese john yeah. <laughs> oh i love cheese dude i'm you know white people we love cheese i'm very lactose but, uh, tolerant <laughs> but uh um, white people do love cheese he's yeah, being it's a accurate thing. that's for sure that's a th- that's for sure but um <laughs> that is the most bizarre statement you I've obviously never watch the Boondocks. No, I learn stuff from you all the time. Shout right? out to Boondocks, you, yeah, right? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, they were they're cool with it. There was a there was a little bit, you know, there had had been some issues with the previous brewery, um, with licensing and and not IDing or something like that. So I think they were still kind of like, uh, now here comes some new guys who want to do this all over again. But I think they got to know Whiskey Hill. Yeah, I think they got to know 
pretty much all of us. I've met Bunch some of the of people from the village. Bunch of drunken pot smokers, you know? I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, John um, first, so you know where that was going. Like, Who's, who is this guy? He's got tattoos. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. What's that on your neck, son? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you in for? <laughs> but, um, no, I think that they they cal- calmed down a little bit. I think they're cool with everything. They're pumped now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I spent the morning with a couple of the uh, village people when we did that thing on Channel Eight, uh, Channel Seven. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, they no gripes whatsoever. They were talking very positive. So, what did you do on Channel Seven? Um, I feel like he just kind of sprinkled that he's on. Our mm-hmm. guy, he's, he's our TV guy, bro. He's our TV. See that face? We, um, yeah, he's very uh, coy about what he's doing on television. <laughs> ABC Seven. I'm coy, yeah. about, coy about everything. Um, we went down with uh, the uh, Greg. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, he promotes the village. Uh, the business restaurant guy yeah restaurant week and even though we're not a restaurant they included us we just brought some of the product nice. down and they talked a little bit about whiskey oh. hill and a couple other restaurants in town um amber mm-hmm. the sushi mara which is like a mediterranean yeah. 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 yeah it's lebanese he's lebanese yep. yeah um it was a cool event i wasn't actually on the tv but oh. our beer wasn't but and the beer is more good. important that's it that's right that's you can see the pictures on the facebook of jj with all the celebrities down there yeah. I think Tracy celebrity. Butler has a thing for me. Love yeah. Tracy Butler. <laughs> She's wonderful. We actually we, we were before Stoutfest. We walked around the city and we stopped by uh, on State and Lake there where you can watch them. Mm. Some, yep. Oh, that's some cool. do their Sunday cast. Yeah. I used to run that pop alley, dude. Oh, for real, the one outside <laughs> the the, the, God, the Renaissance right there. Mayo mustard hot peppers. Anything else there on Damn, your sandwich? Son, I was the best. To you. Expo <laughs> you ever guy. seen? Told you, busiest store out of two hundred and sixty-eight. That's a dope Midway. store. Hey, you got the ESPN 1000 guys right there. They all, they all, they're all eat at that pot they belly. They love it. They all would come <laughs> in. So, JJ, where, where's your where's your story begin before Whiskey Hill? Man, so you, how'd you get into beer? I always like to start it this way. Um, one of the most influential people to get me in this industry was Vicki Reed. Um, she's friends with my fiance, and she told me about the business of craft beer at College DuPage. She's on so. a hot streak right now. She's got yeah. a shout out in like the last seven right. episodes. Everybody <laughs> loves Vicky. Vicky's the most legit beer human being I know right now. She's, I agree 100%. She, um, but she told me about the College DuPage program. Um, I had originally, and I still do want to open my own brewery, but I'm not ready. Um, through that class, I was able to meet uh, Paul Sakura from Pollyanna and Pollyanna was in the midst of opening a second location, and Paul and I talked a little bit and interviewed with everyone there multiple times, which I thought was a little different because I'm like, it's just a brewery, you know. <laughs> they don't need to know everything about me, but sure they do. I, they do, and now I understand it. That prostate exam was a bit much, though, yeah, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know Paul, then. <laughs> um, so yeah, I implement that here. I took the job there, uh, and you know, basically helped develop. Uh, Rose Lair for them and you know a little over a year of time it just felt like you know what I need a new challenge um, and said you know I'm going to take some time off you know try to find another brewery that you know needs some help or that would be fitting for me and the time off never happened I had like one week and then started here because they were oh, busy. I even hesitate man yeah Don Hardy shout out to Don Hardy who's yeah. here yeah. right now people I know you're all surprised yeah, yeah Don, Don Hardy <laughs> he's he's painting the bathrooms is that who right is now he's walking with the, that's the, the white man. coveralls yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. that's the man he he's actually a, a retired professional painter, painter. so yeah. okay. he knows what he's doing so anyway, there he is painted there he is yeah. Yeah. actually What's up, Don? last night Don shout out so what's Don? Is Don, is Don like a beer OG? Like a, like yeah, a, so like Don a runs Chicago beer? area microbreweries. Okay. That's Don's. Okay. Huge, yeah, 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 yeah. Huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and, and everybody thinks that Don, like we sponsor Don or Don right. sponsors us or yeah. something. 
Don just lives like three miles down the road, nice. and that's all that is. <laughs> right. So most of his posts are like us, Skeleton Key, mm-hmm. Alter, Ike and Oak, you know, Black Horizon, Miscatonic, because this is this Damn, is home. Listen base, to all right? those you just named. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's this, that's this our whole little, little corridor like, here. That's our whole little crazy, area. right? I hit two of the, the three you said yesterday. So. Yeah, yeah, like Emily, Emily, and awesome. John and, and uh, Paul. Oh. They're just awesome yeah. We just human uh, we just brewed a beer with them. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. Fuck it list. It's a triple dry hop, triple IPA. That's um, with them. Yeah, that's a skeleton try collab. That. I gotta try that. Yeah, yeah. Can Emily just came in and did an event at our place uh, Friday for international. And Vicky too. Vicky was right. with her for Buckle Down. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we had a good time. They were awesome. But, th- but some of the shit that they're making over at Skeleton Key is killing it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, n- yeah. I never go and look for the espresso brown ale, but yeah, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, <laughs> I had that last Sunday. Delicious. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh yeah, I ran into you on Sunday. Yeah. obviously at the, uh, the the Pink Boots Brew yep. Day. Yeah, yep. good stuff. Yep. Yeah, there's some good people in this industry. So, so I- Vicky kind of helped you get, get get started in this whole thing. Huh? Very much so. And I, every time I see her, I say thank you. Um, and same with the College of DuPage. I always want to do a shout out to those and customers that come in here, or even I see in the street. If they want to get into craft business, I always say whether you want to be a server, a manager, or an owner, go to College of DuPage Business of Craft Beer. It's six classes long. Um, you know, between two and three hundred bucks a class. It teaches you everything except how to brew, and it does teach you how to brew, but not at the level Jonathan does. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things too yeah. about the yeah, class. John just learned off YouTube. That's what he's. <laughs> Did we'll get into that? That's funny. Yeah, Let's be careful. And yeah. actually, similar story with Vicky. <laughs> Vicky is partially responsible for me loving craft beer. Um, I worked at. I needed a second job, so I took a job at Yorktown Beer House. As a bar back, just like whatever. She, and if she you guys know, where she kind of got her first jo- job, job. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And if you guys know Quiz Mercenary, uh, Tim, Tim was the manager, and he sits me down. and He's like, "All right, one question. This is all it's going to be." And I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" It's like, "What's the difference between an ale and a lager?" And I just spit it out, right? And he was like, "Can you come in next Tuesday?" And I was like, "Cool." And that's the, how that was. And like three weeks in, Vicky and me became tight, and she was like yo, you guys got to let this guy bartend, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's running circles around people, yada, yada. And so if it weren't for her pushing that on them to, like, make me have more responsibility around there, who knows how long I would have stuck around just being a barback. And then who knows if I would have faded off. But I stayed there for a while, and I was drinking all these beers, and I was like, whoa. Started going to beer fest, and that was that, you know. So shout out to Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, she's she's got she's got all the shout outs. This, yeah. this it's like it's like Chet, weeks. Brett and Vicky and like oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mayor of Beerville, Chet, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. I see Chet so often now because he's at Tribes. He's so close to Crafted. We see him <laughs> comes in every now and again. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. Read. Read <laughs> Brett. So 2020. Goddamn tall. He's so goddamn That's tall. So I'm voting for. Yeah. Right. Read, read Brett. 2020. Read Brett. 2020. It's got to be better. It's got to be better than what we're doing <laughs> now. It's got to make a change. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, the, the, I, I love some of the p- the people you meet in this industry. I'm, I'm glad to see that you guys had similar experiences with the same people uh, yeah. that that I've met. Uh, so so John, tell me tell me more about your story after after Beer House, man. So Beer House started it, and then like slowly, a couple of my buddies were getting into it too, and we were all like, you know, we'd stop it. I think it was Foremost Liquor on the corner of Villa and yep. St. Charles, and we'd grab like just whatever. I mean, like just a four pack or a six pack. Like, what's this? What's this? We had no idea. Right. But I came up drinking like my dad's Guinness or Who Garden. He didn't have any light lagers in the fridge, like at all. It was always Who Garden, Guinness, um, Anchor Steam, um, things like that. Sierra Nevada, maybe. Or like he'd always have like Ooh. the Trader Joe's uh, collab beers <laughs> that they would do, like Uni Brew and everybody. And um, so, yeah, fast forward, Beer House, really got into it, 
developed a palate for um for ipas and pale ales like right away like that's what i was into right away and um i hate to say it but uh it was zombie dust i was like this is good like this beer is good and i think that beer broke so many of us into yeah you're not the beer. only you're not the only right. person with that story. yeah yeah and it, and that was it and then immediately i was like what's this what's this and then we go into like urban legend there was cooper's parachute we were pouring there and stuff and i'm like this is so local like what i didn't know this mm-hmm. whole world existed like at all and then we went to i want to say 2013 phobab and i was just like that was it i was obsessed i was looking around I'm like this tastes so good what's this sour beer what's this holy shit and um the next very next day actually kyle who is assistant brewer at microphone mm-hmm. kyle kyle and i went, went to a homebrew shop dropped a bunch of money bought everything we needed painted my garage um like we were that pumped we like wanted to paint you the painted your dra- garage yeah. for, for what purpose were you on cocaine <laughs> no night? purpose like, no let's fucking paint the garage <laughs> no <laughs> purpose except we're like we can't just be in here all the time making beer and it like looks like shit. So oh. like we like <laughs> and naturally we painted it like black. We made it like put new lights. It was ridiculous. You murdered out your garage. Murdered out the How garage. How great is that? We set up a little uh, homebrew setup with uh, kegels on those big like wooden electrical wheels, like for electrical like wires. Mm-hmm. Set them up like yeah, a gravity fed system, yeah. and um, that was it. Next thing you know, I I moved out to Denver to try to pursue it professionally. Um, which I did. I landed a job with Bull and Bush, and uh, they're like the oldest brew pub in Denver. So I learned from a really, really knowledgeable guy named Gabe, and Gabe had been there for 19 years as head brewer, and oh. Gabe taught me the things that you probably don't learn in school, like um, anything from like dipping your finger in the runoff and tasting it over and over every day. Like, see, see that? It's almost there. See that? It's almost there. Or like just tricks, just little stuff that I I see now and I'm like how to get a tri-clamp on in like a tight area or something like you know that's not like a there's no course on that and um so shout out to gabe gabe was a cool dude and then i got a job working with breckenridge brewing company so i was with breck on the production team for a little under four months and then ab finalized the deal and they're walking around with hard hats and clipboards and then it was kind of time for me to to split because it was type getting thing. real weird like yeah. you couldn't drink water on the floor anymore no more coffee on the floor and um, a lot of us split, I think. And um, got a phone call from the brothers at Moore Brewing Company, actually. They moved me out because that was a dream of ours for a few years. Um, I started as their head brewer. Um, we just decided to go our separate ways. Then I r- immediately ended up at Lunar. Like, it was like a media bounce back because Ted Furman, um, I don't know if anybody knows Ted out there with uh, Argus. Ted hits me up and he's like, hey, dude, I see, you know, whatever you're looking for a gig um i want out of here because i'm getting older basically and um you can take over so i worked with ted like two days he's like i think you got this man he's like all right call me if you need anything and i was like cool great yeah and um i actually pushed the envelope quite a bit at lunar um if anybody knows lunar brewing company it's very classic the beers they're good but they don't change much and i'm like let's get cryo hops and like double dry hop and shit. And Charlie's looking at me, he'd call me doctor. He'd come in the back and be like, what are you doing today, doctor? What's going on? He's like, you fucking throwing peaches and sour candy in these fermenters. What's going on? Um, so from lunar here, lunar to here now. And, um, met these guys. Somebody posted on like a beer forum on Facebook. It's like, we need a brewer. So somebody wants to do like hazy stuff. Um, stouts like, you know, kettle sours, all this, all the, do, do some things yeah. yeah so 
my friend Justin. I wonder why that ad would work. I mean, yeah. Why but, would a brewer want to do that? Well, my friend. Oh, do whatever you want. Some stout, some hazies. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Seriously. So my ears perked up, and my buddy Justin tagged me in it, and I saw it. Justin, like, like a beer guy, or is he? Yeah. So Justin Kirsch works for um, Burnt City, so he's their assistant brewer. Justin's a good friend of mine. Um, so he plugged me to that, and then met with the old owners, and that was that. And I've been here since March 18th last year. So March 18th, in, coming in up on a year. Seven days, now, huh? yeah. coming up, and up on a year. Yeah. Oh shit! It's a big party going on. Where yep. Taking them to Sizzler. Yeah, yeah. Sizzler. Fuck yeah! I guess Sizzler. Old country buffet. Right. <laughs> they might have a Sizzler still in Macomb. The Golden know, Corral. Yeah, there dude. Might be. There Dylan's, might be a Sizzler. Bro. Golden Dylan's. 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 The Red Ox. The, the Red <laughs> Ox. We're going to steak and <laughs> the big potato wrapped in tinfoil. Mash at the Red Ox. That was like every Valentine's food, Day. Though. Every Valentine's Day, you take the ladies out there. Go to Rockies, get some yeah, of those tortilla ra- fried oh, cheese sticks. Oh, yes, the mozzarella sticks, yeah, dude. My buddy dope. is an addict. They, they take <laughs> real dope. mozzarella, uh-huh. a little bit of garlic salt, uh-huh. wrapped in a, in a wonton, uh-huh. and then they fry it, and they do a homemade buttermilk ranch, dude, and you uh-huh. dip them. Oh, oh. Really? It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Sex. Nice, nice. Sexual. Yeah. Like oh, when I, I when I graduated, they're like somebody called me. And they're like, we we have a Chili's now down there. There's a fucking there there Buffalo Wild Wings Dude, down there. You know what else? <laughs> there <is? laughs> like, Dude, what? there's crazy stuff. Yeah, there was Buffalo nothing Wild down there. Super Chipotle. Walmart. Super Walmart was down Hy-Vee. there. That was it. Remember HIV? Yeah, I used to get, go to HIV. Mr. Wang would make them the dopest <laughs> Chinese food. Mr. <laughs> Wang and Mrs. Wang, Wang made the Chinese the food Wangs. in that little cafeteria. Mm-hmm. The Wangs, dude. They were a tough crowd, but man, they made some good shit. ISS. Yeah. Do you know there's an ISS in Chicago now? No. Is that the is that when I said that to you, did your mind just no. go like I'm, I in, in out. my entire span of taking oxygen in, I never thought someone would say, Yeah, man, there's an ISS. What's in I, what, I don't International know what Sandwich Shop. Remember oh, it was a yeah. little sandwich yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, I used to get ISS every now by, and then. I uh, forgot about that. Lincoln Wash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly where you're You guys are all about. like, shut up, dude. We're on a two-hour yeah, sorry, podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we got sidetracked into Macomb Homie Nice. Yeah, yeah uh, one more one more shout out to Gabe from Bull and Bush. He's the one who made me want to ever touch or brew classic styles of beer because um, he didn't like anything new that was happening and i wouldn't be surprised to know that gabe probably is not producing anything that's trending right now still he's he's a purist and i respect that and um it was very much like same way every time boom 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 boom. we're making an alt beer next week we're making it the same fucking way like there's mm-hmm. no cutting around no that variation on it and so i'm leaving produce a product yeah i'm leaving the brewery and like oh man god damn it fucking hefeweizens all day right and i go into my little lab in my apartment in denver and i'm like triple dry hop new england like i'm just like researching like what is this because this is 2015 mm-hmm. and i'm going like oh it, this this shit's gonna take off blah blah and i'm bringing in these beers and he's pouring them and he's like oh that's an odd color or whatever and this is this murky it's turbid. You know? it, yeah <laughs> it looks it looks like a half you sure this isn't a half? You didn't brew a half? I'm like, no, Gabe, try this, dude. This shit's crazy. He, like, drinks it. He's like, I got to say it's not half bad. He's like, I wouldn't make one, though. You know, he's, like, real tough stuck in his ways. But, yeah, so the reason you ever see a Kolsch or a lager or anything of the sort on our on our tap list is pretty much due to Gabe. Otherwise, I'd just be throwing gummy bears and everything, to be honest. That's it's okay. fun. It's like you're a big little kid, and people hate on it, but, dude, when you were a kid, you wanted to mix food together, and, and you know it's just like the same thing, but you can make it actually taste good now. <laughs> or like your nostalgia plays a huge part. You know what? Like we've all noticed that nutter butter stouts, and you know these things we all had as a kid. Uh, dirt cake over a microphone, like those yes. things—they're fun. They trigger yes. memories, and you know. So, 
I, I'm very on the fence. I, I like classic styles, and I like the hype stuff too. Well, let's so. go. Let's go. Let's go deeper then, because I mean, we've kind of like skirted around this with you, with you uh, just bringing it up. But, but what are your legit feelings? I mean, you said 2015. You're trying this stuff out, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously passionate about making these. You're not just making these to push them through the tap line. Yeah, and, no, definitely turn passionate about right? making it. So, so. I talk to a lot of people about beer and what they'll tell me is, well, you know, it's kind of blasphemy or this and that. And I said, well, what I like to always do is make sure that the end goal is it tastes like a beer. Do you burp and taste beer in there somewhere (laughs) underneath all those vanilla beans? Do you burp and taste a little sting underneath all those dry hops and shit? Like, you know, or are you just drinking candy? You know, and that's where I like to keep, keep it a little separate. Um, so you'll drink my hazies, and they are juicy, and, and they are those things, that those all those descriptors. But at the end, I want it to, t- to still taste like a beer. You know, yeah. I got into this because of beer, not because of cereal, milk, and shit. It's, <laughs> it's always an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I don't... I don't see why you wouldn't embrace it. I mean, I could see if you're just built on that old classic style. It's just not something that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. If you're just an old school guy and you mm-hmm. want to make that stance, like like there's there's a place in the world for John Laffler and there's a place in the world for for you know uh, uh, these these kind of stay away from like even Gabe they 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 stay away at uh, Half Acre they stay mm-hmm. away from like the hazy stuff basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a number of different reasons, but well, and it's, they do what they do like so it, well. Why, then why not? I yeah. don't, you know, yeah. I, I, I tend to notice that a lot of the people that are that are willing to to concede that they're just making these styles now to appease or to kind of give the public kind of what they want. Mm-hmm. They, they don't. It's not that they're bad, but it's mm-hmm. you know the ones that are passionate and actually enjoy making them and yeah. enjoy. And you can taste it. Mm-hmm, you can just <laughs> taste it in it. You know, it, it's it's a weird thing to say, but yeah, you can definitely taste it in in the product. Yeah, definitely. Most, most definitely. So JJ, what was uh, what, what you, did you always love craft beer too before you started getting into it? Like, is it something that you were always drinking as, as it was? I mean, no. And it's funny you should ask that because I literally <laughs> did not start drinking beer till I was about thirty-five. Didn't drink anything. Really, I, I could have a six-pack of beer at my house; it would last a month. Um, I, on a Sunday night, I might make a steak and have a beer with that, but I did not drink till I was in my mid-thirties. So fast forward to. About three years ago, my first job actually was at uh, uh, a tap house, um, Red Arrow. Uh, and a little shout out to Dave Noble. He was the first person in the industry to hire me. Um, he's no longer with them. He's at Pints in Elmhurst, which is a good tap or a good uh, craft uh, bar to go to. I know Dave. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started drinking at about 35. And what did it was I was uh, cutting the grass. We just bought a new house, had new neighbors, and uh, it was a june or july day about 90 degrees outside my neighbor's like you want a beer and i'm like it's like two in the afternoon but i'm like sure so i go over there and he had a kegerator with high life in it best beer i ever had gotta love high life high life dude yeah it was so delicious and after that i'm like beer's good i started drinking then maybe three four years after that i started thinking you know there's more than just high life or you know Guinness. Guinness was one that kind of got me into trying different beers. Um, and I just started doing research and drinking, you know, I think some of the first beers I would be drinking would were like be Belgians, um, uh, Kolsch, like, you know, because mm-hmm. they were different yeah. than regular beer. And I'm like, well, these, these are good. Like everyone I was trying, I was liking. And I didn't find a lot of stouts back then. It was more lighter beers, but, but the Belgians having a little bit of color to them and a lot of flavor. I'm like, this is delicious. And then I just 
got into it and you know i wanted to stay i wanted to i wanted to try more beers but i wanted to get into the job into the industry because um it just seemed like well this is a fun job to have you get to drink beer all day and talk about beer and Mm -hmm. um it's crazy when you realize it's a whole industry right and then when you realize again like no this is even bigger than i thought it was like because at first it's like local and you're like okay cool and then you're like outside outside and then you like travel somewhere right for like vacation and you're like oh there's breweries here and it's like it just starts to like blow your mind that's how many people they employ and like it's just fucking crazy i'll take a small one of the fuck it list gotta try that another thing that kind of um turned me more towards you know one wanting to open my own at some point but uh was working some fests and you know having an issue with equipment or something and then three or four other breweries are coming over hey what's wrong and I'm like, yep. well, like how can mean? we fix this? Yeah, I'm like, well, what, why are you going to help like, us? Why are you being so friendly? Yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's a weird industry in that way, right? Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's counterproductive. It's counterintuitive to like business. Right. But I'm, I'm generally a helping person, so it led me to believe that, hey, I want to stay in this industry. Nailed it. <laughs> We're trying to do like hand signals to, what's it, who's pouring the to, beer? To Frank. Frank. It's Frank. Frank's the man. Frank's trying to pour us <laughs> some beer. Yell at him. Tell him yes or no. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> we're trying to yeah we're yeah. trying to get the fx is the first we got one. we got frank the craftsman in here um shout yeah. out to frank he's building our bar for us actually doing a lot for us different type of, type beautiful of craftsman. man beautiful um, man so we're trying to get him to pour beers for us during this whole thing yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very loose podcast it's okay we can yell to people yeah, 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 yeah. i think mark mark just left i think he i don't know what he's yeah, doing there's he's all kinds of stuff going on or matt got, mark yeah, matt yeah. matt sorry we got don hardy painting we got mm-hmm. the, the the pipe fitters just came in because they're installing. <laughs> we're, we're putting a ten barrel system in actually, um, so so we got cans coming at you guys soon and and all kinds of stuff. Oh, but ten so barrel system doesn't equal cans. You gotta have a line to can them right. We're well, that yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously that's so mobile. Too. But um, mobile or are you guys gonna no. bring one we're, in? We're discovering different. Op- or we're looking through different options right now. Okay. Um, but it's it's going to happen one of three ways. One basically. way or another, it's yeah. gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. So no, I'm excited about that. So. So where where are you at now? I mean, like, what, are you still playing around a lot uh, back there? I mean, you still kind of like, what the fuck else can I can I do here? Definitely. If, if basically, it goes like this: if I got Cosa Nostra in the tank, or Juice Manji, or what's Cosa Nostra? Cosa Nostra is a hazy pale. Um, okay. We actually ferment that out with the Hornendal um, Omega, the Norwegian. Oh He's yeah, the the ninety five degree quick uh, turnaround. Thing. I think sometimes I get the Cosa up to like one hundred and two degrees. Something oh, like that it just snap. rips, and your beer is done in like five days totally. So like, I mean, dry hops and everything—it's nuts. It's so crazy what they're doing <laughs> with that stuff. Yeah. Now. Omega like, yeast, like, dude, talk about shout out! Shout that out, Omega, dude! Yeah. I use nothing but Omega ever since I stepped foot in the store. I've used nothing but Omega. So, um, they're local. Their okay. yeast is great. I wouldn't think of leaving. Lance, for any Lance other been on the show too. Lance is Lance yep. was awesome, and then Demi, one of their uh, uh, propagators, was on yep. for during the Pink Boots Day, and she, I was just like, God damn it, you guys are smarter than yeah. I'll <laughs> ever be. Like, Demi was uh, my first uh, assistant at uh, Pollyanna. She was yeah, my first key holder. Yeah, that's awesome. And she had to leave when she got the job at Omega, and I was really bummed. She's badass. She is. Yeah, she's Demi's a great cool. person. And Lance, I mean, talk about a guy who answers your questions immediately with how busy he is. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like email him i'm like he probably hates me and like, <laughs> he'll like email me back like right away like dude uh i don't know like i was gonna i was gonna brew a barley wine and i'm like just give me like your 
like feedback like what do you think i should ferment out my barley wine with you're the yeast guy you know and he's like why don't you like give this a whirl and i'm like oh that i would have never thought of that you know so i love those guys they're super super helpful good product but um so yeah as long as i have coast in the tank juice and like our lager now those are what we're running with at the other locations like the salerno's pizzas and the foundry then my wheels are just turning otherwise like i'm just like what could we do what's coming next like i'm doing a s'more stout soon um, and naturally, instead of graham crackers, I'm throwing in golden grams um, because Tight. I feel like just a little more flavor, a nostalgia. little more. You talked about nostalgia. Being a kid. That's my very favorite cereal of all time. Uh-huh. So golden grams is the one. So yeah, there's always something weird going on. Like I want to go foraging this summer. Um, yeah, that's start. becoming wildly more popular. I'm seeing that mm-hmm. a lot more. People like Scratch have really yep. shown you that like, that's that's a cool thing to do. Yep. Uh-huh. And I guess now that we're on the topic, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Um, so Ballpark Brewfest in Schaumburg, yeah. May 11th. Is it the Boomers um, or the Flyers? Or the, the, the Boomers, I think, I want to yeah. say. The, it was the Flyers? I think Maybe it's the Boomers. Yeah. yeah, I think um, it's the Boomers. Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we are the collab this year with Bigby's, and we're brewing a um, Imperial Mushroom Stout. And so we're going to be what? getting crazy mushrooms, and we're going to smoke the mushrooms with this Firewater Smoker out here and, like, house smoke the mushrooms yeah. while we're brewing. And um, it's going to be crazy. I won't let you guys know the name just yet. It's no, a little while. It's okay. But yeah. So look out for that. Um, we'll also be at Bug the day before. So that's a good week. Motherfucking beer yeah. under glass. What a great what a great festival Jeez, that is. Jeez Louise. Yeah, the, the, that lineup every year is just outlandish. Yep. Be a busy ass weekend for us for sure. Yeah. So exactly. Johnny, you have uh you have people in the industry that you kinda lean on still? I know you mentioned Kyle and you were close back in the day, but mm-hmm. you guys still you still kinda go to him or anyone any now and again or you uh, got guys that you kind of lean on um main i mean mainly for for anything that say it's a advice or a bag of grain or anything believe it or not lately it's been um emily and john over at skeleton key just because they're so close Can't um it. we're yeah. down the street from each other like you know i'll need like i don't know i'll run out of like corn sugar or something mm-hmm. you know they're like that's my people where i'll be like hey emily like how do I do this? Or like, so those have been my like recent people, but my mentors for sure was like, um, Ted Furman. Um, Ted's been, Ted started brewing beer in Illinois the year I was born. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the fact that he comes around and drinks my beer and doesn't spit it out is super cool. <laughs> Cause like, thanks bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nice. You know, it's always like, it's always the approval from the OGs that I, I always strive for. You know, the new money guys, they, you know, anybody can just hop the hell out of something or dump a bunch of chocolate on something. But when people are like, dude, this Kolsch is really good. I'm like, all right, yeah, yes. doing something right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. One of the things that um, I like about John as well is, you know, coming from Pollyanna, Brian, their brewers has everything across the board. Jonathan's the same way. He's a smart dude, uh, Brian, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing, knows what he's talking about. And I would look at this at Brian, super smart, went to Siebel, Jonathan, um, learned in his garage. Yeah. They both do kick-ass beers. Mm-hmm. So yep. it just goes to prove you kids, you don't have to go to school always to be successful. Very true, yeah. very true. I've seen it all over the place. I mean, yeah. I've sat down with any anyone in, in this industry that you can think of for the most part, and just yeah. the stories are just very so wildly uh, from, like you said, passionate homebrewer to, uh, you know, 
Ryan at St. Ron, who's a, a surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. uh, there's uh, David Files over at Energy City, the, the chemical engineer. Uh, yeah. John Newton, the lawyer from Wagley Square. Mike Thorpe from Afterthought, a lawyer. I mean, yeah. come on, man. There's, yeah, it's tragedy. Uh, he's a lawyer, too. Uh, unbelievable. Well, that's a beautiful thing about beers. It mm-hmm. doesn't pick who yeah. likes it. You know what I mean? It's just, like, there. It's across the board. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it happens, it happens, brah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one other quick story I was going to tell you. Yeah, um, please. You don't have to have just one. You can have many. <laughs> but when you talk about nostalgia, um, when IPA Nut from Noon Whistle came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Paul and Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout so out I was with Mike like be- before it was released, and he brought a can for all of us to try it. And I, I told him, I go, this reminds me of being a kid. And he like laughed, which if you know Mike, he doesn't laugh a lot. Um, <laughs> saw him yesterday at South Fest too. Yeah. So he laughed a little. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, when I was a little kid, I, I didn't drink beer, obviously. But my dad would sit up and watch Johnny Carson and eat planters peanuts and drink his old style. Uh-huh. You know, so if my mom fell asleep on the couch, I could sneak up and sit on my dad's lap and have a couple peanuts and get a sip of his beer. And it was like, brought me back to that memory. And, and yeah. Mike was like, I've never heard a story like that. It's usually, you know, back in my college days, I drank this beer, or this beer, and you're talking to me like <laughs> you when you good. were six or seven years uh-huh. old. Yeah, that's savage, cool. yeah, savage. <laughs> so that beer brought me back to that. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I just thought it was a funny story. That's good. Man. Whether you liked it or didn't like that beer, that beer drove more people to come and ask. And when I was working at Craft, that was my early like first couple of months at Craft, and mm-hmm. people. For days after we sold out of that beer, we're like, "Do you guys have any more of that peanut beer? Do you yeah, have any yeah. more of that Mr. Peanut yeah. beer?" I'm like, "Geez, people were after it, man. Yeah. Like, Whatever it was, it was good marketing." And <laughs> oh, it was great marketing. The can yeah. was cool. I mean, yeah. I go to Prestige down the street all the time just because I get tired of drinking my own beer. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go. And usually, seems um, impossible. Um, <laughs> shout out Hailstorm Hotel Life. It, like, That's my, my favorite. Shit. I drink so That's much shit. Hotel Life. Uh, I drink too many hot beers. With hot hotel beers. Life. I'm gonna say, I'm too did, hard into the hot beers. <laughs> in my cooler, I have. The tahine, so I have the Valentine, I have the whole setup. So, um, but I but I walked past and they had the four packs of Mr. IPA nut, and I had to grab one just because. Like literally, right. I bought one just because the cans. I was like, like why? The right. no, I just have to try yeah. this. Um, so yeah, very cool. Very, I mean, somewhat groundbreaking. I don't know. You know, <laughs> was, I wasn't it was crazy. tasting any yeah. salty crazy. peanut IPAs ever. I so was, that was super curious about why. Like, what the hell did Planters like decide Noon Whistle was the way they wanted to go with that, or like how super did the wild. idea come up? I guess know, they reached out to them brewery too. in Lombard. You know, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard one of their guys like happened to like their beer at Noon Whistle. He's a local guy or something. Yeah. Well, so you know, let's do this. I worked in the Noon Whistle tap room for a while when they first did first really? opened. Yeah, wow. so I worked so from opening day to just almost exactly a year later, I think. So the first employees were me, Sheldon, Newman, and Desiree, who's now at Hopewell. Um, we were the first three. And funny thing is, we, me and Sheldon were roommates, and Desiree was one of our good friends from Beer House. So that's how we all knew each other. Oh, that's funny. So Beer House spawned a lot of us like out into the beer world here. And they're um, no longer in existence. That's yeah. so, it's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like they just birthed us. and They're, like, yeah. they're, like, they were an incubator, incubator for you guys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and people would come in to Noon Whistle all the time. A lot of them in on business all the time like, oh i live in ohio or i'm from new jersey or so it might have even been something like that like a dude who worked at planners who was like always in town and like that yeah. was his spot and he was like dude like fuck it let's yeah you know maybe they were just coming straight off like banging game whirly ball yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably true you know they do whirly ball does a lot of those uh mm-hmm events with that's how uh, i found new business. whistle we yeah. doing on a like on an office trip to whirly ball for like some team building 
And me and my buddy that worked worked together were like, "Is that a beer place next door?" <laughs> so that the, that sh- once Whirly Ball got out, everybody's getting into their cars. We're like, well, we're just gonna walk down this little strip mall a couple of minutes and uh, go 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 to Noon Whistle, I guess. Yeah, fell in love there, man. The Cosmo, Cosmo and Rubik's, I think were the first Cosmo, beers I had dude, yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, Cosmo, yeah. man. They've come a long way since then. That yeah. was long before the Gummy Series and uh, yes. you know, some of the, what they've done. Yeah. Um. You know, I had some other questions for you, for you guys, and now I'm, I'm blanking on it. Now I'm looking. Oh, uh, just style wise, like, do you do you gather stuff from like uh, breweries around the country, or like, do you ever come up with stuff like by being at beer fest with with other you know like minded brewers and like just having conversations and boom? Like. I th- I think it's a definitely a mixture of both. Um, I pay a lot of attention to just a certain few breweries around the country, just because when I can get my hands on their stuff, just for my own enjoyment, um, I will. Um, a lot of it's other half from Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I've had a couple of good ones from them lately. Somebody brought in a Citra Daydreams the other yeah, day. Good <laughs> stuff. I got a bunch of um, empty cans in the cooler. Um, a lot of tired hands. You know, um, I was a huge Monkish fan. Not that I'm not anymore, but I just had like my Monkish days of being like, like super into them. Um, but my my palate's kind of shifted lately. It's gone definitely towards like more traditional beers. Or like even botanical stuff, I'll find myself buying. Ooh, interesting. Like, I'm like lemongrass. Yeah. Like, what's this? Ooh. I think I just like pounded my palate with so much haze. So we're like all doing it. Three right years, now. you know. Everybody's doing that right um, now. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm okay still. I'm still there. I'm still in it. But yeah, yeah I'm but, seeing a lot of guys. I'm talking to a lot of people with the same thoughts as you. Mm-hmm. It's just I think we need like a, a palate cleansing for like a good year or something, and then just <laughs> jump right back yeah. into it. I mean, even yesterday at Style Fest, it's like I, t- I had a hour hour into it i'm like like i said trevor over at oib brought a coal she had on tap mm-hmm. either go there or I, I looked in the corner and i saw steve miller and brandon banbury mm-hmm. in the corner and i'm like i know these guys aren't aren't sitting here with just the flads <laughs> yeah, and no i opened way. opened up their jockey box and there was some yeah. primos and some sesky italian the chesky yep. temmies and then yeah. there's some pilsners and i was just like please let me have a can exactly <laughs> exactly so and you know i'll sit around with a lot of uh brewer friends of mine too and we talk we talk shop um, like Cam, Cam from Elmhurst Brewing Company. Um, me and Cam have made beer together, shit, a couple times now, a couple collabs. Um, so we throw ideas around, like we threw blueberry pies in a mash. We did a blueberry pie sour. Um, who else do I sit around and talk? John Skeleton Key. Mm-hmm. We talk ideas. Um, you know, mainly just hanging out and being like, dude, did you see so and so do this? And like, yeah, but what if we did this? So just you know, it's brainstorming constantly. I feel like that's what I love brewing for is that I'm always just thinking of things whether I have to think creatively or not I'm always just thinking of things like okay am I nailing this temperature is this happening or anything so you you can never get bored almost and you uh, utilize this space when it's open and has patrons in it do you utilize that space as like R&D like are you walking around and talking to people just you know your regulars your newbies you know like like what are you getting out of this like how do you feel about that mm-hmm. do you like the use of this you know I, I I pretty much gauge that by how many times I've seen them here like if <laughs> yeah. it's if it's like Bob or somebody like shout out to Bob Bob's like our super regular yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> regular or mega super regular, super regular. Yeah, but actually Bob's moving so I'm not gonna see him a lot that's and I'm, bullshit I'm sad about Bob that. how dare you oh, damn you Bob <laughs> but um like he'll be like oh johnny oh this is great and i'm like no i don't want to hear your opinion bob because you're just probably telling me that right. and so i'll like see like i don't know s- people like talking about something or i'll like just butt into a conversation sometimes they're like yeah i don't know it's kind of like citrusy or something i'm like oh what do you got there and i'll like look at it and obviously since i make them i know i'm like oh what are you drinking <laughs> the fuck it list 
like, yeah, yeah, like, it's really interesting. And like, yeah, I do like to hear what people have to say because it's so different. People's palates are so different. I had a guy on Untapped say that Dilly's Donuts was anorexic for a 12%. And then a guy the next day say that it drank like a prop. So it's like you can't go off of a lot of this stuff. Right. So the tap room is the best way to really get good feedback. Right. There's, a, there's an R&D element that's uh, basically what you what you have at your disposal versus you, know, you don't have the resources to... To, mm-hmm. to have these huge focus groups, things like that. So it's like untapped and whatever's in front of you, on, yep. uh, you know. Yep. And it's like you have to take everything on tap with a grain of salt. It's oh, always, definitely. Because you know, they'll be like, it's useful, not an IPA then, guy, but mm-hmm. I'm going to rate this anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, why did you? Yeah, that? that's always the, the, the conversation. Yeah. Um, but um, I apologize. The, I stepped away. You no, we're, we're all upset. We, we talked about you the whole time you were now gone. Now you guys are going to go. We already talked about that, dude. We already, we already talked about that. started our own little group, dude. Like, I you know, could yeah. just sit over you there. You want to yeah. go. I figured yeah, that's like, what was going to happen. <laughs> Take your lunch over there, What too. are you even drinking? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I went to get a West Coast, and El Marea West Coast IPA, and then all of a sudden, the, the main guy is here, the plumber. The main. Pipe fitter, really. Does so he have a cool nickname like Thick Rick? No. We barely know this guy. We don't know him that well. Let's give him a nickname right now. He's going to... Like? I don't know what to call him. Well, he's he wearing, like, bright yellow, wow. like, fluorescent. Petey Pipes, maybe? He's Pinky he's Pipes? What's his, he's what's his he's name? He's done... Uh, Chris. Chris. He's done a lot of uh, pipe fitting, a lot of breweries and things like that. So did you tell him what we're doing at all? And if you want to tell him. Not yet. We didn't really get into it, but... Um, we, we briefly touched, we touched on, what, on 10 on Barrel? It, yeah. 10 Barrel. Yeah, 10 Barrel. Basically, we went up to Madison. Um, me and Matt were on the phone one day. Do we get brand new? Do we get used? Do we do this? I said, look, dude. Let's let me look at Pro Brewer real quick and let's just try to save our dollars where we can. And I called him back in like five minutes. I'm like, hey, this guy, he's selling a system. It's like dirt cheap. I'm like, let's, it's at least worth the drive up there. If anything, it's just guys' night. We go drinking and that's it. You know what I mean? We, yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm like, factory. we'll go like next weekend, right? And he's like, next weekend, we're going like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Wednesday. I'm like, we're going Friday. So I'm like, impatient. We're going now. Yeah, now. I called Paige well, Buchanan. He sent me pictures and I saw the price. And yeah. I was like, I told John, I go, John, what? I, we, I, I'm clueless, dude. He said, call the like, guy and tell him we'll give fucks. him a half, we'll like Venmo him money or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, deposit. Paige Buchanan. God, shout out Paige. to Paige. Here's another shout out. Shout Paige out to Paige. We'll do a whole fucking index of shout outs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the you House are, of Brews, Madison well, House of Brews, it was like a, a contract brewery. brewery. And um, it basically just got out of hand or whatever happened. And, and Paige decided, you know what, it's probably best I just I just sell it and go on with my life. And um, he still brews with people up there. He's still very deep in the beer culture up there. Everybody but, um, knows Paige up there. That was crazy. So we went up. We spent yeah. the night. Um, in a local hotel, we tore down everything, pulled the boiler out. I mean, everything, fermenters, you you name it. Kettle. And um, so basically, we bought a used, repurposed dairy brew house, yeah, yeah. ten barrel. Um, and you know, we need it with our, even just our restaurants alone, and our tap room. It's like shit. Like we can't really keep up. Um, so we need it basically. Okay, you know what? I, just real quick, can we touch on this? Because I know we talked a lot about the restaurants and stuff, but explain the explain the, how how all that works, the tie-in. Because you've said like with our restaurants, like mm-hmm. so so how is this working? Well, so basically, like, <laughs> well, like you I, have some stake in these, or these are like your yeah, restaurants. So, so here's so I have the Firewater Barbecue and Brew, which we talked about. So you have beer on tap from Whiskey. So Hill we do. Well, not quite. Like, not wait quite. a minute, the one in Crest Hill doesn't have it. No, right? no, not yet, not yet. So you son of a bitch. So here's. <laughs> sorry to tease you with that, yeah. but um, 
So here's what's going on. Uh, again, to get back from the beginning, we, we, we started off as like, look, we want to put out some great food and some really killer local regional beer. We always want, I always want to do my own beer. And when Rob got on board with me, he's like, you know what? I'd love to do my own stuff too. Um, and I'd love to stay local, total local. So as I talk, John's doing no, selfie keep going. things. Just keep going. Make you lose thought. See? But, no distraction. Uh, anyway, the whole goal in this was when we first started, the first initial thoughts were, you know, we could brew some really good beer that pairs up well with our food. Rob's obviously got pizza and Italian and things like that. So there's not much that doesn't go with that, I don't think. But obviously... We're still trying to tailor to that, though. Yeah. Like we make crazy. Like a, like a limoncello-inspired Kolsch for, for his spot, you know, to kind of go down that avenue. Or that like just a clean lager, you know, yep. stuff that you're sitting at a pizza place. You're probably not going there to find a milkshake IPA. Okay? No uh, Cabernet right. uh, Sours or like a Chianti. <laughs> right. uh, Chianti right. well, we're getting there. We're I getting don't there. know. There's some crazy Actually, stuff Rob I can't Salerno, Rob Un Salerno it. just gave me a crazy <laughs> idea the other day. So um, we're going to work with it, but it was great. It was great. Rob, I love that idea if you're listening to this. I won't even say what it is. I'm so like, really, dude? I'm, I'm getting off this text Eggplant message. Eggplant IPA? Wow. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, it's, it might it's as good. well have been. It's really no, it's good. good. It's good. But the po- the point was is that and Rob does. Let's be, let's be clear on this one. Rob does not drink beer at all. Vino. He hasn't been like He's me. See, I've been guy, huh? I've been totally converted. We won't go into my history. But yeah, first time I met Rob, I'm like, hey, dude, nice to meet you. I'm all like, oh, this is my boss, you know. And <laughs> I'm like, do you want to try some of my beer? And he's like, oh no, I'm good. And I was like, crushed. I was like, oh, well, fuck, dude. And I like walked into the back. I'm like, all right. I throw my headphones in. I'm like, whatever. And then he explained to me, obviously later, like. You know, I just, I'm not a beer guy. He's like, I'll drink like a Stella or something, but you know, that's it. And right. I, we've all been there. I used to be the same guy. So, and I converted. I mean, yeah, I, I was a g- pussy once too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we all change. There's all that first. Once you get punched in the face, right? Yeah, right. right. So, yeah, but I mean, I converted a while ago with my brother in law, Jason Patrick. Shout out to Jason again. This whole show is about shout outs. That's right. He's, he's this the is going to be the ultimate shout out episode. I love it. It's he, like a rap video. I might even edit like just the shout outs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to say, like, we'll do yeah. a small this like. This guy is meaningless. Why do we bring this person up? Yeah, 15 minute shout out uh, but he's episode. The one who, he's the one who just was like, he did the, the Dark Lord releases and the, and the, I mean, just like the, not even that that's a crazy, but he's he just into all that. So, like, you, you catch really him at releases good. and, you know. And he would get the beer from around the world or whatever. And, and he'd be like, hey, man, he'd open his fridge. And I'd be like, you got anything for, like, my daughter to, you know, I can eat a fruit snack or something. Like oh, no, I got on. tons of beer in here. I'm like, yeah. what? Where is this from? You know, I'm like, check. Yeah, I think there's a like, Kool-Aid chiller on? back here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> and he was really into it. But um, so he, he's the one who kind of converted me. So as I got into it, Rob wasn't really into it. And our whole goal was to provide really good beer that, that you know, pairs with the food really well. Obviously, Southern Salt Barbecue, a lot of smoke on it, a lot of rubs. A lot, a lot of, of cayenne, like the barbecue sauces, Georgia mustard, the Alabama white lightning. The shout white out, lightning. shout out, shout out. White <laughs> lightning. <laughs> it's a white lightning. But uh, so I always thought, hey, that'll be great. But anyway, the point is when we got in, um, where were we? We were talking <laughs> well, about. Well, when we they got in, it was out. like this whole, there was this like whole phase of like, all right, guys. So there's one of two ways we can do this. Right. I can just make all these beards just for your places. Or I can make beers that are going to get our tap room also busy as well. You know, let's be honest. No one's lining up for a good Kolsch. Right. Um, no one's not How calling you, your facility. John? How dare you? Just right now, that's a state that, <laughs> that we was are the, That in was in the beginning. That was, things know, have changed. No one's calling your facility like, hey, do you still have this? Maybe What's the you should limit make a it? better lager yeah. and then people will line up. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, so I'm like, there has to be a nice balance. And, and thankfully, Matt and Rob are both like, cool, as long as we have these beers, we don't give a shit what you do with the rest of your right. time, pretty mm-hmm. much. So, like, we keep those in-house. And, like, I'm like, I'm doing, like, an all-Nelson But New donuts England. and beer. 
Ooh, all yeah, Nelson, New all England. Nelson, New, New England's actually coming out Tuesday. That's that's um, awesome. All uh, Nelson, little Chris touch Lattis of lactose Rimes. in there. Ton I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed. Uh, I think Hubbard's did a did a Nelson Sovin single hop on, yeah. on the Hubbard's Cave stuff. Yeah, it yeah. was it was that was pretty nice. And when I looked it's at a, it, I'm like, it's a great hop. So we got this for this yeah. much. We love John. Loves it. Yes, he's Nelson. Uh, Nelson. Yeah. Nelson. Nelson, man. I'm like, what's the next new hop last week? So we got something really. Cool. Some Sabro, out. some yeah. Strata. I know John. Some, yeah, we ordered some Sabro. Sabro and Strata. So, dude, been shut so hot up. Right Don't now. say it too loud. <laughs> oh, the hot butcher already blew that up for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We got some Sabro in the well, mail. We were so. eyeballing a lot of stuff before that. I mean, we've been talking about this for three weeks. We got one coming out that I'm telling you. If anybody's you. smuggling Galaxy, wherever no you have it hidden, yeah. can I have some? Please? It's not. People, I think you know, people, it's not are, people are actually just chopping Galaxy up and snorting it now. Dude, yeah, it's, it's, I may start that. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we. It's really why all the celebrities are just kicking the bucket. This is like galaxy, <laughs> galaxy <sorting>. overdoses. <laughs> That's why it's so expensive, guys. It's so hot right now. Oh, shit. You guys, yep. uh, speaking of that, since we're on this hop conversation, talk to me about the uh, Skeleton Key collab that I'm drinking right now. So triple dry hop, triple IPA. Triple dry hop. Triple it got IPA. you, didn't it, dude? A lot dude. of hops um, in I can there. See it. You're like, I'll lot start of by hops saying so. There. So we brewed it for a, for a dear friend of ours, Megan Boyd, who recently passed away, um, lost her battle to colon cancer. And so we were at the first quarterly ICBG meeting and Emily runs up to me, Emily Slayton. And she's like, John, I've been trying to find you for like 30 minutes. She's like, uh, what the hell are you doing the whole time? (laughs) If Emily can't find you, there's a problem. (laughs) I don't know what I was doing. So she's like, do you want to collab in like the next like couple weeks or whatever? And she pulls out her phone and pulls out her calendar, like a shot of a written calendar and zooms in. She's like, see, I already have you on the, Schedule. Have you seen her like, schedules? They're yeah. pretty impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. And she's like, so can you make that surprised. happen? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Well, the next morning, the following morning, we got the news that Megan had passed away. So I got in touch with Emily and I said, dude, let's make this a thing then. Let's make the collab that we are going to do anyways. Um, a beer for Megan and donate proceeds to Megan's family and so on and so forth. And so we're standing around like, what do we do? Like, let's just do it traditional collab let's do something crazy let's just stand there and look at the grain and what are we going to use do you want to throw some of this it was almost a triple black ipa um <laughs> what? so like we were yeah. just throwing ideas off the wall and seeing what stuck um and so we wound up with a triple ipa triple dry hopped it's brewed with um just pale two row a little bit of a uh, spelt and then we had two mystery buckets that were sitting back there. Like when you have like a little leftover and you're like, uh-huh. oh, I don't know, give me a bucket and you should throw it in there. Let's see what, let's and see it was clearly is. like flaked oats and flaked wheat. Um, we just like to say it was a mystery because it's way more fun like that. <laughs> yeah, it um, sounds cooler. You'll never make this beer again. <laughs> uh-huh. But a um, couple mystery buckets. And Smell then the, the hops. Spelt. Yeah. The hops were um, Azaka, Rakao, Ella, and Nelson. That Solid. makes total sense. Like all kinds of like, uh, you know, what, Maybe Southern Hemisphere mm-hmm. type, but yeah, yeah. Southern Hemisphere stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the, the the body you guys got on that was where, where it was at. Like, if I had to, if, if you if you made me pick my favorite part of the beer, it'd be the body on it. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Let me nice. transfer that body onto that raspberry uh, milkshake mm-hmm. we had. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. That would just yep. be like earth-shattering uh, yep. milkshake type, type stuff. But that the, whatever that mystery bucket was gave it some nice mouthfeel, <laughs> right? Yeah, the mystery bucket. Actually, Damn. on the recipe, I have it, like, written down. It's like... Such and such pounds of this, so many pounds of this, and two buckets. <laughs> <laughs> and some excess buckets. And then they brought over some Hornendal. I had yeah. a fresh pitch of Hornendal. I said, you know what? This is a big beer. I'm not going to just risk it with this little pitch. So, I I mean, we, I just threw all the Hornendal at it. And um, I remember texting Paul and Emily and John, like, dude, whoa, it's at 104 degrees right now. 
that that Norwegian yeast just does it, man. All right. Do you mind going a little deeper technically on that? Uh-huh. Because that's something that uh, I'm always – I know about that style of yeast and that. And, and again, not a home brewer. Uh-huh. Don't really get into that side of the, the world. Uh-huh. Love it. Fascinated by it, you mm-hmm. know. But when, when you talk about that specific uh, Omega stuff and the Hornadol, uh, it comes up all the time. But when, you, when you're saying, I just – didn't want to risk it. I threw it all. Like, is it an amount of yeast? Like, so like, does the the actual volume of yeast that you're pouring into that beer, pitching into that beer, affect? Yeah, it can. So, first of all, I'll start by saying Hornendahl does apparently like to be stressed out. It works better a little bit when it is stressed out a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, there's such things as, you know, cell counts, and you want to be pitching a proper amount of yeast to ensure that there's no off flavors and so on and so forth. Um the original idea was it was just going to be like an IPA or maybe a double IPA. So they, they just pulled a pitch off of one of their fermenters and brought it over. Well, then we're standing here and I'm just hucking bags onto a pallet. And I'm like, this is going to be a triple IPA, pushing 11%. So as I'm like, you know, as a brew day is going, they had to take off and take care of something else. And um, I was just setting up. I'm about to, you know, knock out. And I'm like, you know what? This looks, it just looked like a small pitch of yeast. I'm like, <laughs> I know that Emily's a genius. She's, she's the smartest person I know. L- let me let me stop you real quick. I don't want to take you off that, but when you said what they brought you, they they, they took it off their fermenter. Is that something that, that like falls out into the bottom and they're... No, so like, what we what do, are you saying? most brewers, most of us, um, right. you'll repitch yeast yeah. from the bottom of your conical. So it is from coming from the bottom of a conical fermenter. Yeah, so okay. you'll, you'll dump trube. You'll get that, you know, hot particles and everything out. And then you'll usually find a nice creamy layer of yeast in there. Oh, and okay. so they're like, well, we have some Hornendahl if yours doesn't come in time, basically, from Omega. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah, that's cool. So bring me a pitch. So they did. But then I had just gotten my yeast in the mail as well. So what size pitch is that that they brought you? Would you, like, oh, estimate God, that? Know. You know, like- That's an Emily question. Okay. Because <laughs> they have, like, a small little lab and everything over there. Yeah. Um, which is nuts. Because they're awesome. Yeah, I'm working on that. I, I need to get the microscope in and, you know. But, um, Plate some shit. Yeah, dude. And so I was like, you know what? I got a fresh pitch. Let's just let's just toss it too. And the next morning, it was like it smelled like a fruit orchard in here, and it was at a hundred degrees, wow. like hundred and four degrees. And the door on the on the on the conical was just hot. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like this was weird. It performs like a saison yeast almost, um, but it's doing good stuff. We could turn a beer around in a week. God, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's scary. God, it is good. It's scary. <laughs> I'm remembering that, <laughs> like an old girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. You get like that, 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 that because that that works for the brewer. I mean, you know, even if you're if you're not con- connected financially, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you want your beer to do well. Oh yeah. You know, even if it, but but if you're you're as the brewer, you're looking at that turnaround. You're like, shit, yeah, I can move through these tanks. I can mm-hmm. get them clean, get started again. You mm-hmm. know, uh, and from the business side of things, you're looking at it like, yes, we can get some fucking beer and some kegs and yeah. some package and well, it's and always it like people and get something else on. So funny you said it like that, right? Some beer, some kegs. Well, no, like, like, who like, says that? When we get so basically, like when we'll get, you know, Rob will be like, we're getting low. I know all I got to do is brew some more Cosa with the Hornendahl and just crank it out. Boom. You know, usually for the most part, it. it Turns out real fast. Now, have you been brewing uh, Cosa without the Hornadol? With, with no, like that one started off yeast? with the Hornadol. Okay. Actually, that's the first beer I want to say that I did here that I experimented with that yeast. I'm sad that I'm that it's not here right now. Um, it's Ooh. here. It's just well, right. It's, Tuesday, no, it's, not, it's, not it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um, tomorrow. Tuesday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Today's Monday. Crystallized yeah, yeah. rhymes. Yeah, that's the All Nelson. 
Um, That's what's called crystallized rhymes. Crystallized uh-huh. rhymes. Yeah, I was listening to Wu Tang, and it was like it was like Ghostface killing. He was saying, "If you're not he, listening he to Wu Tang, then that's an issue." He was like, "I crystallized rhymes so you could sniff them," and I was like, "Yo, what was that?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a beer. Surprise, Wu Tang. Yeah. Surprise, John Eichold. Surprise, Wu Tang. Surprise. Shout out Wu Tang. Shout out Wu Tang. You'll <laughs> always see. You. You'll always see like hip hop references in my in my beers. They call them my beers. Uh, <laughs> Like El Morea, the West Coast, was supposed to be El Segundo, yeah. but we got a cease and desist from El Segundo uh. Brewing Company. And El Segundo was going back to Tribe Called Quest. I left my wallet in El Segundo mm-hmm. being on the West Coast. Um, Dilly's Donuts. Oh, Jay Dilla Donuts was Jay Dilla's album. So mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see a lot of hip-hop references. Did you guys talk about Donuts? No, we didn't. We talk didn't about really it. get deep on Dude, it. Yeah. Talk about deep. donuts. Dude, I mean, hey, you, it was a fun. You beer. lead the conversation. You I'm just sorry. left us I'm here. Sorry. I just didn't <laughs> want to. Guys, to like talk we already about. talked about donuts. <laughs> I thought that was our, that was. I, I don't know what you guys thought. I was gone. I can't wait to rehear yeah, the podcast. Like you have a business to uh, to attend <laughs> okay. to. He's like, you know, I'll just walk away. Like this isn't the biggest thing you've ever done. Like, I got a guy <laughs> asked me, hey, do, where do you want this kettle? Where do you want the mash tun? I'm like, yeah. you know. I'll act like the brewer here. No. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm put, I can't wait till John comes back and be like, why the fuck did you put that there? I, it's, I, I guarantee he'll why say something. Why is it hanging from the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John always has, John has his own way. You know, <laughs> that's something if you want to have, you want to listen to an interesting podcast, listen to this portion of the segment here. Right? <laughs> John is probably one of the most interesting people I've ever met. I meet a lot of people, right? I mean, I'm older than you guys. You guys all seem a lot younger than me. JJ is the only one that's got me by a few years. But we're Macomi homies. So but we, we are Macomi homies. That so makes up for the four-year We probably stay in the same dorm room at one point. Whether yeah, we, Wetzel. Wetzel yeah, whether it was appropriate or not, we won't talk about, but we were probably yeah. in the same Spend dorm some time in Thompson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Every now and 10-11, then. man. 10-11. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, Meeting John was crazy. I want to. I want to get on this because I don't know how much more time we have left since I've been gone there is for no, hour. There is no limit. So yeah, okay, good. <laughs> no limit record. Shout out. Here's something good to put out there <laughs> about this guy. Here's a guy. Here's a guy who ultimately has like this jar of talent, right? That's like monster. This this jar is gonna explode, right? And he, every day he's on it, and all you're trying to do is like pop a little pinhole on the side, so you can just get a little bit out of it because. <laughs> When he gets going on a roller, you're just like, whoa, bro, slow down. Like, first of all, I speak English, okay, <laughs> not brewer. And what I really want to hear is, okay, you know, let's put out something that's not going to, like, blow the top off, but it's not blow the budget. But, you know, how quickly can we put it out? And then it's what are we going to call it? That's all gone now with him, okay? That was the first, like, four months of our relationship. Now it's kind of like, all right, man, <laughs> what do you want to do? And he's like, I got this idea. Like, <laughs> he'll be like, gonna, he'll be like. So I see you did a payout from the drawer for like sixty bucks. I'm like, oh yeah, I bought a whole bunch of golden grams. And he's like, dude, what? <laughs> what are you doing? I got a pallet of golden grams coming in, <laughs> right? And then he's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. When the donuts thing came up, I was like, at first, I, I had already hit the peak at that point. I already knew what was up because we had done some crazy stuff already. But, um, and and not saying there, there's not a level you don't believe or not believe in somebody. But you know what they have. It's like, do they have the capability to do it all the time? Or are you a one-trick pony? And I said to him one time. He it's a brewery. So don't get a cease and desist letter. No. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah. I know. Not the brewery, right? Which I saw this morning again. I saw them up. A big post of them in Chicago microbrewers. But I was funny because I said that to him one night. We were having some beers. I think we were pretty deep in. And I said that to him. And, dude, he got so pissed at me. I don't think he talked <laughs> to me for like a week. Or he didn't talk to me on a normal level. <laughs> See, John has two gears, right? He's like, He's don't got- be a one-trick pony. I'm like, bro, really? Yeah. <laughs> but he was pissed. We, we got some crisp, clear beer after that. It was like, you want to see a Colt? show you a Colt. You want to see a lager? Boom, I'll show you a lager. You want a West Coast IPA? Boom, here's a West Coast IPA. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, right. that's He's like, hold all those up. You can see right the fuck through 
Right. You want to see it? Right. Oh, like, hold did. on. Let me call Gabe clear, real quick. Clear. Yeah. I don't have a filter. Clear. Clear. This is a clear beer. <laughs> yeah, but I was doing. I was flexing. There's no centrifuge here. I was flexing that a lot. I'm like. Oh yeah, I don't need no filter. Right. No, <laughs> just kidding though. Just Hashtag what? no filters. Right. But I mean, he's the thing with it is like anything like with an artist, right? You want to make sure that he understands too in it because I'm a I'm, John and I are a, a generation apart, and when I talk to him, I'm like, look, do what you do, man. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Run free. Have fun with it. But <laughs> remember, like, it's the stuff in between that really is the hard part of all what we do, right? Um, the easy part is what comes to him naturally, which John is naturally talented in art, his development, his artistic development. He's developed himself uh, on his professional level in brewing because he's done it through trial and error, right? Yeah. And I think I don't think you've had that much error, to be honest with you. I watch his errors, waiting for the error to say this works. And there was one recently that I literally was like, okay, I see the error, but he was being pushed. And then I'm like, kind of like, you know, in, in a business, when you take on and you own a business, you're constantly analyzing everyone around you. Like, what are they capable of? What aren't they capable of? When's their this break? Guy fucking me right now. Right. Fucking me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, that's my part. That's Rob. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> but, you know, where's their breaking point? Everyone has a breaking point, right? Where, and the breaking point's not necessarily like, hey, mic drop, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. The breaking point is they lose their interest. Or they make excuses about why they're leaving or why the it's not working chatter. out. The yeah, soft chatter. The soft chatter exactly it. Mm-hmm. And in this business, I see it more because I think the younger generation, I'm older now. I'm not an old guy, but I no, see you them. look old as fuck. No, Thanks, no, dude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. I wear my T-shirt. Handsome I try to do man. some push-ups. Handsome this man. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, you see people breaking loose, and this is this industry. I try to tell John, I'm like, look, I don't know everything, but I can tell you this much. You know, this beer generation is like, we're moving from one great beer to another super quick. Like, Okay, this yes. place is hot. That place is hot. It's like the nightclub generation of remember the nightclubs. JJ, JJ remembers yeah. a little bit. He's, he's older than me, but you know, like Rhino's the big club. White Star, no transit. Well, you throw like These one, the you throw like one whack party, and link. everybody totally. goes. Totally, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. And like that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not, this music's not cool. That's Dog it. pounds hot. Right, the Ritz. and and you're totally for all you little old people out there. I'm sorry, we're this guy's going straight Western Illinois, oh, Macomb. He's having I'm flashbacks. He doesn't want he doesn't want to be here right now. He wants to be in Macomb, crashing out a house at West Pierce. Right by the liquor Drinking store. Drinking Keystone, the clearest, most well-done beer of That's all time. That's exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, number one party school in the nation, 1992. Yeah, Adam David, Street. David Lerner, <laughs> Adam Street. I lived Anyways. on Adam Street. Anyway, sorry. This. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that looks like the triple, triple hit you, brother. You're back in Macomb already. <laughs> uh, so not there yet. But the thing is, is that I, I, I try to tell John, like, look, I don't know everything, but I do know, like, I want you to do whatever you want, and I need you to educate me. And then the same thing when JJ came aboard, I, I text him random crap, this poor bastard, and <laughs> and we should talk about JJ too because JJ coming aboard was like, I was like, thank, like, baby Jesus. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, he like we had no direction. Poor John had to like do everything here. Well, literally. I remember, I remember when Chet Brett. Oh. Shout out to Chet Brett. Here we go with yeah. another shout out. Chet uh, when Chet was like a free agent for a little bit, I was like, "Yo, I know, like, I don't really know if we got in the budget, but like, they're just really yeah. tall dude, and you don't know him yet, but he's super cool and shit." Yeah. Right. And like, so like Chet had that idea had came and went, and um, then then we heard that Jay was a free agent. I'm like, "Okay, let's just scoop this guy. Let's just scoop him up. Like, you know, let's just do it." Look, whatever, have a meeting with him. He's like, all right, I'm going to meet with Jay. And Don Hardy told me, too, behind us in the in painting right now, <laughs> while Frank, our carpenter, who's building our new bar, by the way, which is amazing. Yeah, there's a lot going bar, on today. He, um, I'll tell you right now, Frank is screwing around on the clock, and who knows what he's doing over there, but he's like looking at it. Like, I, I can't do any yeah. work. You guys are on a podcast. <laughs> but do what he wants. Let him go. Pretty much, whatever. He's hourly. So. Whatever, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, to get back to it, when JJ joined, you know, and, and even now, we're in a bit of chaos, man. We're in that big transition. I think we've established what our brand is, and, I, and this is what the tough part is because John mentioned this to me about a month ago. He's like, look, man, I think people in the, in the market are like, who are these guys? Right? Like, you yes. just asked the question, what no, are you guys right. doing? Are you your plan to supply I'm the I'm in that market, and I would say, yes, who are you guys? Right. So what like, the hell yeah. are you doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that there's there's really, I think that we're, we're two-prong, okay? We're two-prong. Here's how I see it. One, and the first and foremost, we want to put out some badass shit beer that is awesome, right? Like, some badass, crazy, creative stuff where we let John run free, do whatever he wants, have a great time. Um, I want to use this hop. I want to use this grain. I want to. We just went to the organic. What was the organic grain or oats? It was. Mm, the or- I've been trying out organic two row just yeah. to see. And he's like, I like the mill. I like the floor milled shit. And I, I want you know. Here's what I want. And I'm like, hey, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I want to do this beer. I want to do that beer. You know, the beer we're coming up with the next. I'm super pumped about. It. I keep talking about it, and I won't mention it here. But I'm so excited for it, and and we got a good direction with it. But our first prong is. We want to put out really awesome beer that's new, both traditional, I think, right? Where we show John's talents, like, look, I can brew some classic shit, all right? Yeah, because there's nothing worse than being, like, like a big fan of a brewery. And, I, and I'm a big fan of a lot of breweries where I ask yeah. myself, but could they brew a lager? Yeah, like, could where's your brew? lager, bro? Yeah, like, like, where, right? like yeah. does it taste like cream mean, corn? Or he gets that issue. Yeah. to get that, yeah. You know? Um, so that's a, a huge focus of mine is to maintain um, a little bit of tradition in, in these four walls. But, but then it's like, hey... Uh uh uh, I want to live like we did when we were eating ramen noodles yeah. in Thompson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, living in someone's garage. I want some crazy shit. Around. I'm like, I got a pallet of Suzy Q's coming. Right. Like, yeah. Know, like, yeah. We're like throwing donuts and shit. I want. Right. I want some yeah, crazy. I, I appreciate that. I, c- I can see where some of the guys have been doing it for a long time. They kind of see that kind of. No, it's oh, jeez, it makes me feel so gross. But yeah. I mean, the consumer level. They love it. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, and it's it something is fun. fun to be like, yeah. I mean, fucking the Lucky Charms IPA. Just, oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like worldwide, you know, every, yeah. everybody, there was news stories everywhere. Like, if you've never had yep. a brew day where you're breaking down multiple dozens of donuts with rubber gloves on into a mash time, like, that's the fun part about it. It's just right. goofy. It's just stupid almost. It's good like, times. What, and, and the best part is, what is this going to taste like? Right. Because yeah. I very rarely test batch something like catch, on a small scale. You catch some hate sometimes from people, like yeah, anybody, sure. like, look look at Mike. Look yes, how successful Mike, pa- Mike Palin yeah. is up at microphone. So say JJ, the older generation. I, I, I hear it from what? customers, and not bad hate, but yeah. like. They're um, just like, what is What are you yeah, doing? And I'm like, fucking try it, man. I wasn't even going to come work here if his lager wasn't good. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Well, I believe it. That's I, something that I always say on here too. Is like if you want, really want to give a, a baseline for a brewery, and it's like go go try their pilsner. You know, yep. Like yep. go try the lager, whatever if they have it on the menu. But I mean, example of guys like Mike Palin, who's been super successful the last few years, and he's doing these things. He's having fucking fun, man. He's tying oh, the music so in. Like like you can say whatever the hell you want about throwing Portillo's cakes and chicken and, and hot sauce in a fucking. That's beer. microphone, like, right? Yeah, microphone, and then and Brandon Brandon they came together and did the waffle. Chicken Chicken and waffle beers, like right. literally pictures on Instagram of, of which four, I heard they got harped on. Forty for that. pounds. That was actually a decent beer too. I mean, it? It was I never a good had. Beer. It. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, lot of but the thing is, at the end of the day, it's fun. Yeah, like especially as a brewer, these guys are living their dream. Man. I get They're to like, walk yeah. into work and open boxes of cereal, and it's like, 
yeah, like, I get what it. Am I, I doing? The thing is, I get both sides for sure, and I talk yeah, about this with yeah, my beer sure. friends all the time. I'm so torn because a, I'm German. B, I like Rhein drinking lagers. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, when I get to dump like weird shit in a beer, I don't know. It just it's fun. Soothing. So, yeah. We're in a good dude. Hey, before we go before ahead. we go further, John, let's let's. Who's your friend that you were talking about that loves podcasts? Give her a shout out. Oh, we've Katie. been shouting every fucking Kate, person oh out. Let's Kate, shout Kate, out to some, let's Kate Workentine. Kate yeah. Workentine grew up yeah. with Kate. Her um, sister used to work for me at Pollyanna. Yeah, Kim, really. Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy when we were work, setting Kimmy up the podcast. John's like, "Yeah, my friend, like, she loves podcast." Well, she was totally here last weekend. She thought it was so yeah, cool the, that the I was check that was here last weekend or no? Is that another one? Yeah, she was here on. He Saturday. says, "Is that another is that one?" Another Sorry. one. And one of your uh, hosts, you never know John. what John. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, it's like it's like a movie star. I'm always like, you know, John. Yeah, yeah I know John. I'm going home to my three little girls now. See you later. No, but Kate recently was talking about how much she loves podcasts. And like, I mean, super into it. Like, she's gonna go to like PodCon and stuff. Like, like where there's yeah. podcasts going on everywhere. I like her already. Yeah, she's like, I'm so jealous you get to do a podcast. I'm like, I've never done one, so like, I'm kind of nervous. But like, she's like, you like to talk, and like, a couple of my friends are like, dude, you like to talk, so you'll be fine. But um, <laughs> done. Yeah, shout out to Kate. I was gonna say something good. Too, you guys are you guys. already an hour and forty minutes in. I mean, you guys That's obviously it. had two no, and a half, no right? issue. <laughs> it goes as long as you want it to go, man. Yeah. Damn plumber. What else you want to talk about? Canning. I want to talk about canning. Yeah, yeah talk, we no, I want to get about. back to what we were Hold just on. talking about. Hold on. Before you get to done, we, we traditional really, style. We're talking about shit throwing shit in beer. I want to. Yeah, talk we about didn't that. really talk about Dillies much. You know? No, I want to get into that. All right. right. All right. So Dillies was cool. how did Dillies um, come to be, John? So two shout outs right off the bat. This is the shout out session, dude. Um, sweet and savory spot is right here in Westmont. Um, they made all. I contacted Danielle because I. All right. So backtrack just a little bit. I got on this this binge of chef's table one day so much that i didn't go into work that day because i was like stuck i was like yo what i watched as depressed. many episodes as i could you were depressed i was not depressed yes and, you I'm, were. and i'm watching no this is like months like, ago i'm this gonna like, watch this, this. Is like a couple months ago i get motivated and i'm like chef's table i had no idea it was gonna motivate me to be honest and because i used to to cook i used to be a yeah. sous chef chef if you will and um i'm looking at i'm watching the show and these dudes creativity was just blowing my mind and um and they're working with local farmers and they're working with local fish markets. And I mean, like, really, like, going, like, almost to the point where they're like, going fishing with these people to get their fish for their restaurant. And I was like, dude, this is nuts. How can I do that just even just in Westmont? So I, like, reached out to Danielle, um, who runs the Sweet and Savory Spot. And uh, I was like, hey, I would love to come by and try your food and check it out and try your pastries and, and work with you on beers. And she was like, dude, that'd be so cool. I always wanted to do a beer. So that worked out. She made me like dozens and dozens and dozens of donuts. Um, and then Dave from Smugglers. Shout out to Dave, Smugglers Coffee. Yeah, you know, Dave's been awesome, dude. You um, know what? Dave's been getting shout outs on this show since episode six. Metal really? Monkey. Coffee Metal Monkey good. was the first. I mean, you're talking about this. You guys will be 69 here. You guys will be yeah. episode 69. 69, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he, he had pulled a barrel from uh, I think maybe Thick Stout for Harambe from Metal Monkey uh-huh. maybe, for, for some beans. And they told me about him, and then uh, I mean, we've been carrying him at Crafted for almost a year now. Yep. <laughs> he's he's the best. He's just a sweetheart of a human I being. Some this morning. And is yeah, yeah. I drink uh, I drink the Kraken or Skull and Bones yeah. or or uh, which, what do I have right now? The Barrel Age shits like plus wow. one of Charisma and yep. then Devil's Breakfast, the one he did with Arrowhead. I've yep. got, that's the one I got sitting in my cabinet right now. Yeah, uh, he's. Did you hear what happened with him? He's like Hollywood now. Yeah, he was. Um, he was actually. Where was he? He was at that something. convention yeah. with all the dudes, uh, the creatives for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and he was walking around pouring coffee for all the guys. Well, did you find? Did you hear what happened? The, the guy that's married to or whatever, that Sofia Vergara's husband or fiance, whatever he is. I know he, her. He, I don't know well, him. So he, you'd know him if you saw him. He's right. like the, He's like a big jacked like 
good looking oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's in like the Hulu commercial with her. Apparently, he fell in love with Dave's coffee and like tweeted about it. And really? <laughs> yeah. No he way. Said he's got, he said that. he's got orders coming in from California now, like I, ra- on the reg. I, and well, hey, Firewater blew up. up. Firewater blew up in Crest Hill because you know who. It was me, obviously. Yeah. Dale no, Jr. <laughs> Dale Jr., baby. Dale Jr. was there? Oh, so multiple, was, every year. He'll amazing. be there. When's the. It's in September, right? It's in September. Shh, we're working on everybody. I want to go. Sorry. I served him. I sorry. No clue. I served him. Yeah. No, what? Working on yeah. Dude, I had no idea. Dale, Dale's, uh, Dale was on Rogan recently. I, I fell in love with him there. I mean, really? I, my, my father-in-law loves racing, so I, yeah. know, I know the circuit a little bit. But but he was on Rogan recently, and I listened to the two hours of it. I'm like, this guy is a fucking per- like a good human being. He is. Like, he is. We're working on trying. Sorry, working on trying to get. Uh, Don't apologize. Uh, a little bit of a sponsorship on one of his cars when they're in Chicago. Yeah, I'm a Whatever, huge fan. Yeah. I JJ's a huge race fan, dude. I used to Isn't race stock cars now, years though? ago. It, well, yeah, he's retired, but he still got the teams, right? He's yeah, still yeah, involved yeah, in yeah, ownership. No, he, he owns yeah, yeah, Junior yeah. Motorsports, right, so they'll right. have uh, two cars and a, maybe a couple of trucks running. If, if you, you know, ever get time, download that episode of Rogan from like the last few months. He he, t- he talks about like his concussion issues and stuff yeah. from, yeah. from ra- what yeah that it's a fascinating thing to listen to. That's what I I stopped racing because I had two concussions the last year I raced and I'm like I'm done. Wow. I don't want to be a vegetable when my kids are older. Yeah, yeah. hold that's on a second. Kind of what, what, what he's thinking. Yeah, go Frank ahead. the carpenter who's freedom. Yeah, just been sitting here hanging out getting talk paid for Frank. four hours. Hold on. I'll take a call. Talk, um, talk to Frank. All right, so back to donuts real quick. Daily so, donuts. So Dave, so I use Dave's coffee in all my beers. Um, I just figured because I love his coffee. He's a nice dude. Um, we hang out when he comes here. Um, he's busy. I'm busy, obviously. We don't get to, like, road trip together and shit, but um, I would love to. Uh, and before you go Hollywood, dude, I need more coffee. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Um, so, like, five, too big. five more minutes was my coffee stout. Um, then we did donuts with his beer. Um so basically, I got a hold of Sweet and Savory Spot and Dave, and I said, you know, let's um, let's do this like three-way collab, basically, um, on a on a beer. And it turned out, and people came out. It was fun. We put sprinkles in the wax and all kinds of crazy donut I saw the madness sprinkles in the wax. That's great. Yeah, and we did it for Dilla Day. So so Jay Dilla Jay just Dilla. happened to pass away on February 10th wow. back in the day. And um, at the time I was planning this. It just so happened to be that if I brewed it that week, it would, it would be out. out by Dilla Day. And I was like, well, shit. And Matt's like, I got a DJ buddy and this and that. And I was like, I'll have them come out and sell coffee and pastries. And it just turned into a nice little Sunday. And um, I think some people were shocked walking in. And it was like, like bust the rhymes, like break your neck. Like DJ was like, yeah. you know. <laughs> that was my first day here. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> that I was Jay's first day here. I literally, I'm like, I'm going to Florida for a week. And uh, Matt's like, how about you postpone that and work for a little bit first? So that was my first day here. And then the next weekend, or no, my first day was the day before because Saturday before mm-hmm. was the Westmont Fest. Yep. We had an issue with uh, one of the tanks. So we couldn't pour right away. So we didn't start pouring for a half an hour. Dilla's, was, Dilla's Donuts was gone before anyone else. That's how popular it was. It was so oh, good. Shit. There's another shout out. Shout out to Alter Brewing Company. They took care oh, of yeah. us and put one yes. of our beers on their jockey box. That yes. Day. Alter, Aww. very much thanks. Thank <laughs> you very much. Love. Give them some love. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but Dilly's did pretty well. Um, obviously, me being the artist and the, and the brewer that I am, I always look at something. I'm like, well, I would have done this or changed this or yeah. tweaked that or more of that. Just so, criti- criticize yeah. yourself yeah. heavily. The, the, the worst thing you could ever do is think that everything you do is right because you'll just never make better it's shit. scary to talk to people that have that mindset. Oh, like, dude, it's real yeah, scary. How they're nailing it. Like yeah. How they're, yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa. It's, yeah, you're like, it feels weird. It feels weird. <laughs> Especially if you, even if they're doing really well. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like it's, it's still, still kind of like, like, like you should hmm. push yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
everything I do, I'm like, ah, you know what? Next time I'm doing this or like, I'm going to play with the mouthfeel. So a little more calcium chloride or whatever it might be. And it's been showing to myself, at least that like you have to do that because in my opinion, the beers are turning out better each batch. So like I will, and I won't like dupe people. Like I won't like, like, like fake them out and be like, oh yeah, no, this is just the same juice manji. It's always been. No, it's always this one. I right? threw a little Izaka in and I, and I played with the mouthfeel and I'll let them know like juice manji volume three or something. Right. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh no, I didn't change it. It's the same beer. You, it's you never, have that you know, weird kind of separation. I would say the majority of the current beer world is like, give me they're they're good they're 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 all set and they they don't i wouldn't say they understand but they get the variation batch to batch mm-hmm. whereas there's a, that small select few that's going to complain and be like well, i want consistency in my beer mm-hmm. i'm not saying that's wrong i'm mm-hmm. not saying that, that that's that's not okay to ask for mm-hmm. but but i think for me personally half the fun of this industry is just like oh shit like batch one of fucking vixie or uh, or uh uh you know whatever it is uh dusty from more you know mm-hmm. like is, is awesome but like oh man sean's made some tweaks to it now it's yeah and it, it's now fun it's as a consumer in, like right? tasting it along with their progression mm-hmm. too because you're going oh look he's getting better or oh maybe that was a miss or but you you're tasting it as they're doing it yeah you know you're tasting progression basically i feel like brandon over at uh hailstorm he he was very instrumental in, in kind of introducing a wider consumer base to the new northeast style ipa with with his cloud series you mm-hmm. know that, yes that that and, and then like very shortly after that the, the noon whistle stuff started hitting with the gummies you know mm-hmm. but but brandon like cumulus cumulus and, and i was just gonna say cumulus cumulus and stratus are completely cumulus is the different red beers label, yeah. right now no cirrus is the oat one the oat one that's yeah, the red that label. was my jam blue one is the 6.3 uh uh cumulus uh that's the 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 single and then the double is the stratus the green can you know? okay okay but it's like stratus now versus stratus three years ago is like a completely different beer oh, you know for sure. because it evolves and you figure it out i mean you kind of play with it like do i need more oats in the front half do i need you know whatever it is and i think and that that's what any of us brewers or consumers are in this for is the progression and, and the evolution because that's the funnest like it's the most fun part yeah. if you just always taste the same shit <laughs> if we all thought yeah. that we were good at what we did you would never taste better beer and so. it, you can say it's a positive or a negative but the current state the mass people are are like that that's why hot butcher's model is working out so well for them right now it's like they're putting out different beers every two weeks whatever it is yep. it's like it, like i haven't had this before that's why i'm buying it mm-hmm. not they're I've had this before. It's great, so I'm buying it again. Or and I'm it, having worry, this. There's some I've of had them. This, it's great, so I'm buying buying something else. That's the worst. You want to yeah. keep people's attention, you know. It's so hard. Like you, they're, it's hard to manage core beers right now. I mean, it's hard to. Yeah. Be, to it's to, almost to a have dead a core, art. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and some people can still do it, and some people can survive. Like, like even uh, again, hailstorm example. Like people are still buying Prairie Madness. Oh, for you know, sure. Prairie Madness was an OG gold kind winners, of. You yeah. know, it was gold medal winner in 2017 at uh, GABF. All all that. But, you know, people are want, want to I, I watch it now working in, in the area and saying like, oh, my God, people are like, oh, is this new? Have we had they, they haven't made this before. Mm-hmm. I'm buying that. Like, yeah, it's I'm, like uh, Pokemon. Yeah, you got to <laughs> catch them all. You got to catch them all. I, like you overhear those conversations in tap rooms. Hey, this is going to be my 2000s beer on untapped check in. So yeah. I want to make sure it's a good like a special one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, for me personally, I'm kind of like, mm, doesn't matter yeah. if it's one nine 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 or 2000. But I had a girl here. Um, 
Cassie, she actually works at Noon Whistle. She was, it was her thousandth check-in. And she, I had a scissor lift here. And she's like, can you like put me up on the scissor lift? Like it needs to be a good picture. Obviously, like so pumped yes, about the number thousand. She's like, she's like, you should feel special. It's like, I'm your, you're in my number thousand or whatever. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's a thing, man. This is definitely a cult. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It's a weird thing because it's social media combined with uh, social every media other runs factor. The yeah. World, yeah. Well, I mean, it gives you guys, it's, it's got its positives and negatives. I mean, it gives you guys an R&D place and untapped. It gives you guys an advertisement place in Instagram and Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... I was in Wilmington. It's got negatives, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in Wilmington, North Carolina last summer. Didn't even realize that that was where untapped was out of. Walking down the street, and my, my girl, she's not a, a beer drinker, but she finds a beer wherever we go that she likes. And we walked under the untapped sign, and she's like, isn't that that stupid beer app you have? And I look up, and I'm like, holy shit. <sighs> So I got a picture of me under the untapped sign. I didn't even know it was there. She pointed it out. What would you rate it at, though? Uh, 3.25. Don't care for signs. (laughs) Don't care for signs. No, she she was another testimony for me coming here. Um, If she didn't find a beer she liked, I might have been like, I don't know if I can stay on board. But she did. (laughs) Because, again, she's not a beer drinker. Well, and, again, that's a big part. You know, I mean, your your extended family, you know, you become family with these guys because you're here every day. I mean, I mean, that's a big thing with John, too. It's like I keep going back to him or back to JJ is that, you know, these guys are literally have my life in the palm of their hands, right? So they get to do what they want, but they don't uh, have to be subjected to the big picture of what's actually happening outside those lines, right? So for me, it's like I live it every day, every minute, every second. I'm living the financial aspect. Mm -hmm. I'm living the future. I'm living the past. Um, Just watching a ticker of your bank account. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's the crazy thing is is that I and and you just the problem, a bunch of cereal. Right, seriously, <laughs> but no, you know what? Those are that's like nothing. You're so like yeah, no, no big deal. I'll fun. tell you what's a big deal is when you're like hit like boom, 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 and you see a yeast bill, and it's like horned all, dude. Or blah, 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 we're doing this, this, this. I'm like, how long is good uh, yeast good for, bro? We we're only gonna do this in like the next two weeks. Like, no, 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 we're doing this much and that much. We're doing this. Well, see, we're luckily, we'll I repitch re-pitch it. a lot. Yeah, I was so. gonna say we'll repitch you know, it, especially well, more no. and more lately. Like. I was like, okay, like I'll repitch twice. All right, like you know, I got to see where I'm comfortable. I think with you're the building strains. confidence with that. You, hey, he bro. didn't like that. He's like, I'm throwing it out. Yeah. I'm throwing it out. I'm throwing it out. I'm like, well, no, when you dry hop the shit out of something, it's kind of like Ugh, that's yeah. where you do get to the th- oh, just okay. dump. See, it. I didn't know that. That's, that's where that's you get to the dump. It good part. education pieces. For um, well, yeah. and I'm learning every day. So, like from the day I walked in the first that I looked around, like I said, saw t- I, I use this generic term like tea clamps. Like I had no idea what was going on. To watching him brew, to watching the purchasing, to watching what he's using, to watching what's going on, on the shelves. Um, to what we're putting in beer, to how long it takes, to when is it good, or when is it bad, and you know it's it's you know in the in the restaurant business this is and this is good information for I think for the podcast or anybody out there. Again, I go back to this because if there's anything I'm going to spread with this is like I want to talk about how, a how excited we are about the beer. I thought about that coming here this morning. Like I want to tell them how excited we are about what we do. Right, the we're fact not. You're even thinking about it before it happened. It's totally. Crazy. I'm most, pumped, dude. Most, I'd say 98 percent of the people that sit down in front of these mics are just like, "Yeah, oh, fuck it. Oh, well, yeah, it's happening right now. All right, let's go." No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I constantly do that. I'm you were actually thinking about it. I was yesterday. I, I thought about it last night. I, thought I actually I didn't it. sleep at all. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, and these guys are texting me yesterday. Podcast. No, John, podcast don't say tomorrow. kidding. Don't say kidding. But you're, you know what? Like, yes, we, of course, you were. <laughs> very important. It's very important to be on this. I'm gonna meet Dude, Joe he Bob must have been because oh he did God. not. He didn't respond to any text. So either he was like doing some Zen shit or fucking meditating because he didn't respond. To, I sent him something pretty important last night. Still no response right now. No eye blink. Oh, nothing. Did you read it? I, we're right, gonna quick, need you to quick, respond right now. Real fast. <laughs> 
he's like all right dude so tell me what you think i try to keep it short and i open it and it's like the fucking sand scrolls <laughs> dude it's like That's so long and king and james's like, body i, I, I just gotta read the whole I don't thing even know sand the monday morning thing. quarterback but dude, i'm like, gonna have you yeah, in on this Listen. it's like super long so i'm like all right i have to like read it and actually pay attention to it if i'm gonna give you my feedback well, as you can see i'm long-winded i mean but i mean the point is he i looks thought about comfortable now in your fleece though you look you look very <laughs> you look warm and comfortable i sleep in this and mofo bro this is my jam fleece my brother gave me this fleece shout out shout out bro <laughs> shout out brother <laughs> but i i wear i wear this fleece dude anywhere I, and i was like you know what's my most comfortable i wear it at home you'll see this in like my jam jams dude just my little my, my baby calls hey jam jam, you got jam jams on and i wear my jam jams at home this is what i wear when i'm doing my thinking so <laughs> i uh you wear it on the shitter then yeah yeah, well, I, yeah. I do actually yeah. i wear it in the shower <laughs> that's where i do my thinking i do not shower yeah. i do wash it often but um but no, I was thinking about what I wanted to accomplish today because, you know, let, let's face it. I mean, what you do now, right? You're real passionate about. You do this all the time. You meet people all the time. This is well, your they don't life. pay me for it, so yeah, I'm. I'm you got to <laughs> You got to be. We're gonna pay you in beer, this. so don't no, worry. No, that's it. okay. You don't need to do that. Just, but uh, I don't need. Well, we I got firewater too. You so pay you're pay me eat in your story. Pay me in right. with your story. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Um, but yeah. So my most important thing that I wanted to get across was, you know, we in doing something, I've learned through the good times and the bad times that I wanted to put out something that's really, really good, right? And I'll be honest with you, um, I really believe that if I work really hard at something, I could be great at anything, right? And I learned this, I hate to be sound so cheesy, right? Well, yeah. But you well. just saw Drew Brees break the uh, quarterback, I'm a football guy or so, you saw Drew Brees break the, the, and you know what he says to his yeah. kids, he kneels down and he goes, hey, I want you, I love you guys. Did you hear that on the big yeah. open? Even my wife was like watching, I'm like, damn, look at you. Do you remember Getting what he said? All of a sudden, Do you remember what no, he said to his kids? Exactly, Can you guess? Remember, no. So he no, says, he kneels down and he says to me, he goes, hey, I want you guys to know I love you so much. You're the most important thing in my life. How many people are watching this? There was like billions, right? Was I mean, this is the biggest record pretty much in the NFL in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And he knows, I was like, I want you to know that anything's possible with hard work. If you're willing to put in the time, anything's possible. I love you guys so much. And yeah. he gets up and he goes on his whole, you know, whatever, soiree, whatever it is. Yeah. But oh, yeah. the point is, is that, you know, hard work, there's no substitute for hard work. We get that. But I really feel if I focused, okay, and I worked really, really hard at learning how to brew, okay, and I learned really, really hard how to, uh, you know, add and be and do the science behind it and what hops I wanted to use and research it. I could be a really great brewer, right? But I'll never be to the extent of probably what John right. is. Maybe be a really good one. I would. Good. <laughs> but, right. But to have that but kind of like to already have, built in. To like have what he has. Whatever's spinning around up in there when John's well, head right, right now. I don't want to kiss the guy's ass. Well, it's not gay on this. I but. feel like there might be a lot of other brewers who feel the same thing I do. And I've always wanted to talk to other brewers about this. Right. Like if you ever just feel like you kind of know how to do it. But you don't right. like yeah. you're like comfortable, but you still need to research. Like, like you're just or like, want like some reassurance. Yeah, you know, like, like I've, somebody, I've done, a second person to be like, no, dude, you're fucking, you're on the right track. Yeah, like, but like you'll just be like, or anything, you'll be mashing in and like my muscles feel like they're supposed to move this way, or like sometimes <laughs> you're just like, this is just what I do. Like that's it. Like there's no getting around it. Right. Um, it's right. natural it for him. Right. <laughs> and it's natural for him. Ah, the creativity side is good. The guy was a tattoo artist. I mean, he does drawings. His hand's really, he's got a steady hand. He knows what he's doing, right? He's got a colorful hand. But the point is, hand. is that, I guess the point I want to make is, is that you can't get all that, right? So when I took over, came here, bought it, leveraged, right? I walked in. My life's in this dude's hands, pretty much, to start, to start. Now we went through all the operation stuff. Having JJ here, okay, moving on to JJ is... 
I, you know, I told my wife two nights ago, I'm going to bed, I'm laying in bed, and I said to her, you know what? She goes, what? And it's weird that I'm laying in bed thinking about JJ. He does have really nice hair. <laughs> it's all right. He does but, have beautiful hair. But <laughs> I'm thinking hair. to myself, like, this guy really cares, you know? And so I guess the really point here is no one start getting teary-eyed. But the point is, is that um, it's the team. You know what I mean? Like, it's the team. There's no one person. John's can put out great beer, but if we don't have a good brand behind her, people stand behind him like, hey, buy this, buy that. That's cool. I got the money for it. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to ask second questions. Or JJ being like, this is why the beer is good. This is what our point is. This is why we're here. Then you know what? You got kind of an average little place in a garage somewhere. Or anything. And even Jay just sitting here on his computer finding fests or right. anything. Hey, let's show him what we comedian got. Comedian coming to town or whatever it might be. Right. Like, how events. can we tie this in? You know, you, know, you have to have that because without, let's do the fundraiser. You, know, you just yeah. did. I want to raise my. Let's get with Emily in the local breweries, right? But I guess my biggest point that I want to make with that is that's what I was excited about coming here today and telling people like, look, I get it. Uh, the good news is we're not here just to generate income. I know Rob will be like, shut up. That's not <laughs> We're here to make money. Yeah. But, yeah, but at the end of the day, it really is just about. It's yeah. really just about, hey, and that's the, you know what? All good things come from that. If you listen to all the big boys, the Lagunitas guys, uh, the Revolution people, uh, anybody who wanted to go down that road. Yeah, they weren't Wolf on Wall Street mentality. No. You know, yeah, like no. we're going to fucking break right. this place. Right. And, and I can't just, wait to buy a Ferrari. We're going to suck took, every penny out of this right. motherfucker. Lagunitas, you know? <laughs> right. Lagunitas is like, I want to smoke a J and I want to make some great those, beer. Those are Cinderella stories. Everybody little knows. little thing about Lagunitas, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen, but they uh, a friend of mine worked there and his wife now works there as well. She brought in the manual that they give you when you get hired there. Uh-huh. It's like a nice thick like three ring binder type thing. And there's a whole great section in it on marijuana use. Oh, uh-huh. It's amazing. Like yeah, yeah. They t- they're, like they, they're the best. They lean into it. They're like, really? yeah, like, this is who we are. And yeah, it says it's definitely like, part hey, of the culture. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know, you're not allowed to do right. this stuff unless you are within the airspace of the, you know, it's funny. Yeah. And then they, they list in parentheses, uh, I think maybe like, I'd say anywhere from 40 to 60, like really great nicknames for marijuana. So they say like marijuana <laughs> and then parentheses and it's like Kush, OG, you know, like it just goes through this like purple nurple, like all these great yeah, names, yeah. like just being funny. And when know? was like, that made? When like was that this employee? Was, this would have been like 2013, wow. 2014 that yeah. I, I actually physically saw it with my eyes. And right. I was like, that is an awesome way to handle that. You yeah. know? Well, and you know, what's funny you say that I saw on, there was a, a uh, an interview on, I don't know what, what is the, the show called in Chicago or the check please? And they had Half Acre on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching those guys. And what's the owner of Half Acre? Dark haired dude? Gabe. Gabe Magliaro. Okay. He's been so on he's the on show. There. He's, like, he's been on the show. And here's what, here's what brings us forward to where we're at right now, right, bro? He goes, man, it's a great time to be in craft beer. And I, I'll, I'll, I beg to differ right now. I think right now is a great time because you know what's happening is that all that's been maxed out. And now it's kind of like, look, what's American? What are we doing? What's not American? What's... Let's throw crap in beer. Let's throw donuts in beer. Let's go ape, absolutely ape shit. I see. Yeah. I would say back then was the better. I'd say the time to be in craft beer was probably six years ago. because If you the, wanted to get rich. Not even like get rich. Immediately. If you just wanted to be solidified, um, that was probably the time to do it. You know, the times of, you know, look at the guys around us who are doing it a little bigger. Hailstorm, Workforce. There, there, there like was a great, that, that, that pocket you're describing is, is uh, I mean, if you, I know you guys, you probably don't sit down and listen to my show all the time, but like we did an episode a few months back called Surrounded by Idiots, and that was that uh, was Flesk, Flesk yeah. and Hailstorm yeah. and Heard Workforce it. and more and Transient. And it's mm-hmm. like, they what they talked about was like, this was like a, 
2013-2014, we were all opening at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's how we became this group of friends that go ice fishing once a year and it's rent awesome. a cabin, you know, like yep. like because, Minnesota. Because we're all just yeah, we're all just like right. you know they're they're up in uh, Twin Lakes, Wisconsin oh, or something. Wisconsin, they did, they just right. well they just that did did it recently this year and it's like we just were leaning on each other. We're like you know we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. We're, we're doing this thing yeah. and it's like we were all kind of starting out at the same time. And it's like yep. you find this. It's like strength in numbers, and and now look at it. Uh, what six years later, they're all best friends and yep. still doing these things. Their families are hanging out. The kids are running around hailstorm while everybody's getting together to do a, a a beer with seven different you know breweries, nine different guys it's gathering. You know, it's like yeah. barbecue, bro. It's like Southern style barbecue. I know you laugh. It's I mean, it's not not nearly the do same. You see okay? me laughing right now. No, I'm <laughs> so I'm serious. Because right well, you're from Western Illinois, you and I roll with the whatever that's thrown at us. We don't smile very often when you, we get serious about our. See, I'm stuff. interested to hear this because I greatly disagree that beer and barbecue are anything alike. <laughs> but I, I just want to no, see the correlation. I'll be honest with you. I know. I I really firmly believe like barbecue has changed a lot. You walk into a lot of places right now, you see a lot of like shiny silver like old hickories, right? With gas assist, you push a button, you set it, you're done. That's mm-hmm. it. You walk away. Get a 14 year old run it. Okay. Yeah. Now, how they set up their meat before, what they bought, how they bought it, how long it aged for, what breed they bought, how they're going to do it, what the casing is on their sausage, what kind of chicken they bought, and then how they're putting it out. How are they holding it? How long do they cook it? How long do they hold it? When do they put it out? How do they bring well, it back? Well, more so attention to detail I mean, and, and God, yeah. being being authentic. Yes. Exactly. I just got hard. Yeah. <laughs> He was, he was I, I did too a little bit. I get a little chubby. deep on meat. Awesome call me homies. We were a little yeah. odd. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> but um, I need to go get some smoked meat. Right now, now. It's, it's it's now. I think you know. Obviously, beer is totally different, dude, in, in its own way. But what I'm saying is it's that the care and the pride. It's getting that goes saturated. Into it, like, Market saturated it was saturated two years ago. Yeah. Everybody's it, trying. Everybody's. Yeah, trying everyone's it. trying. I got a brewery. I got a brewery. I got a brewery. I brew my own beer here. I brew my own beer here. I know I it can. sounds funny coming from me, but like, not every home brewer needs to be a pro brewer. Yeah. Even though that's how I started, so it's very contradicting. Don't, like, doesn't mean you should not try, you yeah, know, but just, right. you well, know. Like, going really quick back to what Matt was saying, like, oh, be all you can be or be whatever you want to be because it's possible. It, it really is true. I mean, I was drinking beers. I went to a beer fest. I bought a bunch of shit with a friend. We started making beer in the garage. They were convincing me I knew what I was doing. I <laughs> was convinced I didn't. Um, moved across the country twice for this industry. How old are you at that point when you go to Colorado? I was twenty eight. Still young. John's twenty eight. Okay, so at least his frontal cortex was developed. Yeah, <laughs> like his, and the uh, whole front of his brain was fast, whole at that point. Yeah, yeah that's was, good. I was twenty eight, and um, I remember just going, "Fuck it, dude. If I'm not gonna do it, do I, do you want to work on a line? Do you want to work in a kitchen right. for the rest yeah. of your life? Like, because because that's something I'll always give people advice. Work Go in work in a Chili's or something yep. before you spend money on. What was your restaurant background? Um, little goat, girl in the goat, girl in the goat. Um. I worked for Chef Laurent Torrendel from uh, BLT Steakhouse in New York. When Some he was beautiful, here. beautiful shit that I've made that connection with Trevor uh, over at Old Irving. Like that, 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 that food connection seems to give you kind of like it. Kind of is a precursor to the to the ingredients and and the the kind of liberal use of other things where other you're not things, yes. you're not close-minded to the fact you know if you're brought into this world by beer and mm-hmm. you're doing it because you read. You know, yeast, water, hops. You know, you yeah. read these books and you followed Ray. Da- you know, uh, you know Randy Mosher and Ray Daniels kind of like mm-hmm. philosophies. It's different when you come from that food background. It's like you have those instilled in you, but you're like, man, yeah. that would taste right. good. Like, what, what, what if we added some of this? Well, it like know? opens right. up like so. It's like if you had a toolbox that those tools could kind of work to fix something else, and you're like, wait, I can go back into that toolbox and use it over here. It's totally like that, and you get super like 
lost and go down rabbit holes and shit. And like, <laughs> next <laughs> thing you know, you have all these ideas and you don't want to tell people because like, I think they're gonna I, think I'm gonna think I'm right. <laughs> Well, you know what's crazy is here. I'll just tell you two. You know, here's two words that'll that'll set in with both of you probably, right? Time and temp. Yeah. 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 Right. Time and temp. Seven, seven, two, seven, two, seven, and you're seven. like, oh, everything's <laughs> about that number every morning. Right? Time and temp. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Time and temp. But First no, really, in, in food and time. beer, right? You look at it, you're like, okay, time and temp. Time and temp. Where am I at? Where's my time at? How much time am I at? Where am I at? What's my temperature at? And I see that in this right here. I tell John all the time, dude, is it ready? Is it ready? Dude, it's not crashing hard enough. It's not crashing hard enough. I don't like it. I don't like it. And there's different terms all the time. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't like it? Like, is it out? Is it out? Because well, we're all trying well, to make cause money. Because basically right? I got so. two two business owners, right. quote unquote, breathing down my neck. Yeah. Like, hey, can we, we need it by I Tuesday. I say that with tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. We, we need right. it by breathing Tuesday. down my neck. We need it by Tuesday. And I'm like, bro, it's Saturday. Right. I didn't get the second dry hop in or whatever. And they're like, well, is there anything we could do? And I'm like, no, actually, there's, there's not. I mean, Teabag the batch and dump it. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to get the text now, time yeah. and temp, with yeah. with a little smiley face yeah. all the time. <laughs> time like, temp. fuck you. <laughs> you know? But, you know, um, he thinks it's us. It's not. It's the public. You know, there's a lot of chatter oh, yeah, right now yeah. about Whiskey Hill. And people are, That's and true. I try to tell him, like, look, I get it. I'd rather have quality, not quantity. So oh, if yeah. we have six taps open, that's what we have. People roll in here. But it's a problem if people walk in here and you got three beers on tap. Oh, yeah, bro. Sure. That, that kills. That's a huge problem. Yeah. And, I, and that's the thing is that you've got to find the fine balance with John Eicholtz and what he wants to do. It's like a master Michelin star freaking chef. And I'm like, John, what, well, you know, what, here, this is how, and that's where, that's what I'm saying. He's changed a lot. When I first met him, it was definitely more of, look, I'm sitting in the hills in Denver right now. We're chilling. We're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to do crazy stuff. We're having fun. Now it's like he sees it, and he's like, you know what? Like, I want my own brewery one day. I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And I see the drive, and I see him change, and he calls me early, or he calls me real late. He'll text me at 1, and I'm like, God damn it. This guy's crazy. Well, like, I what, think more you know, so it's just like, all right, give these guys their beer, and then you get to go back to your <laughs> playground. Oh, good. Now I know the throw truth. weird <laughs> shit into the fucking beer. Yeah. Well, no, seriously, because that's what it boils down to. Give me the like, shit we need, we need and to always play have these. And I'm like, okay. At first, I was like, God damn it! Why do we always have to have these beers? Right. And then I was like, if you're smart, dude, you'll just always have them. <laughs> right. And then you can just throw. You pay twink. your bills and have you fun. Throw Twinkies, Twinkies into the fucking yeah. mash. I told you that. I'm like, dude, just let's get these done, <laughs> and let's put out some good product. But not, you know, it's changing though. I mean, even my partner Rob, who's the most hard-headed, successful Italian man oh, you can ever meet. He is, he's got better hair than JJ, if you ever met him. Bullshit. He does. No, he does. I find it hard yeah, to believe, does. but... JJ yeah. said it, by the way. And I, was I actually I talked about his hair for a long time. That was time. bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> but the inside anyway. of this glass smells like cotton candy, in case anybody's wondering. There you go. <laughs> it's good, <laughs> A raspberry milkshake has, that's been empty for about an hour now. So yeah, yeah. It smells well, like cotton candy. When you're done with your fuck it list, your triple, triple, we're going to give you the, uh, what, West Coast IPA, though? No, I'm not going to drink anything else other unless it's in this tiny little like oh, one ounce so increments oh yeah wait a I've second got a li- i've got a life to live after this after you were lying. there's yeah, no you way you went to western illinois I mean, <laughs> you're stopping now there's no way it's monday afternoon aren't yeah. you ready to push up big wheels down a big yes. hill yes was that the that. best event done ever that. the best fundraiser i got ever. some skin knees off of that god. um i told john about that john's like oh my god i would love that how about <laughs> uh can, first all right number one yep. can you pass me that water behind you number two um, let's talk about we, we kind of uh, danced over this a couple times. I'll get uh, your glass. No, no, I'm gonna go right here. Oh, there. Uh, canning. Canning. Oh yeah, yeah. canning. Um, it's basically uh, other than putting in the new system, the next step, and it, one of three ways we're gonna do it. Um, we're just what's gonna work the best and and the easiest for us and the most make the most sense. So you know we have an we have an option to acquire a canning line. Uh, we also have obviously an option of acquiring a brand new canning line. 
or we have like a single head um, seamer um, here that Old a lot of places I think uh, Ike and Oak has one a crawler like um, a crawler it's fill like a crawler like fill it? but you could do 12, 16s and 8s October makes it's good comp- Ooh, eights. good 8s 8s are hot yeah, right now 8s so yeah, so Dilly we're, donuts, we're just kind of like cans. Dawn. Dilly we donuts, eight ounce. Well, no, here's the thing. Not, I got not, those twenty-two ounce bombers. Quick, check it. So I got no, awesome I got too. donuts yeah. in rye barrels and in bourbon barrels. That's from sexy. Journeyman, shout out Journeyman. There we go. There's another one. Yeah. Um, Journeyman, awesome. um, those tiny little cute barrels. <laughs> I, I love Journeyman. <laughs> They're awesome. And if you haven't been, great place. Well, have you ever tasted Will's, Will Will Gobieski when Will Gobieski was over at uh, Open Outcry? Like some of the dark pool stuff he put out mm-hmm. of, out of jer- Journeyman yes. barrels. Yes. So fucking good. So good. Yeah. So good. So I got those sitting and sleeping in some uh, Journeyman barrels, and then I was Oaken thinking naps. Yes. Oaken naps. Oaken naps. Yes. I was thinking about doing an eight ounce format on um, donuts when it comes out. So it'd be hot. It'd be hot and sexy. Yep. Everybody's <laughs> talking about donuts, man. Everybody. Everybody like donuts. Everybody's so, jumping on the donuts bandwagon. There's a lot of donuts so, out there I've seen yeah. since oh, we hey, a lot hey. of donuts, man. Even Arrowhead did a nice job with the home cut donuts. That's my hometown uh that's my hometown yeah. donut shop. So. Wheaton? Oh yeah, uh, home no, cut. Oh Joliet, I'm sorry. Donuts, yeah. Yeah, um, that was where I grew up on home cut donuts. So it was cool to see that. Yeah, very, very cool. I think um, I just saw this morning. What? No, no. no. Home cut, that was a couple months back. Oh, oh, sorry. They just did the, they just did the Fleckenstein uh, punchki or punchki. I always say it the wrong way. I always say it the wrong way. But yeah, it's uh, punchki, you know yeah. Baker, bakeries and breweries are are finding some uh, common ground here, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Right, I want so canning, like, canning. Sorry, canning, I'm, I'm distracting. Yeah, yeah it's about the future. It's about the present. I'm just trying to push. I mean, just like anybody else is doing. You know, we have the couple that we always have. Like we have like our our lager, you know. Which is our equivalent to like a hotel life or like a old pile. You know, we oh got to have that. You one. just named the two best. Oh, the best in the Chicago Those are what area. I drink. Shout the out to Brando beers, yeah. and Brandon and Steve Miller. Actually, there you go. To I love going Steve. back to somebody who's given me a lot of insight in the industry. And that is a beautiful human being. Yeah, Steve. Uh, <laughs> He's it, gotten it, too much love on this show. Let's not give him any more. He's got too much. <laughs> love. Well, Steve will like. Steve will like. Correct me if I'm wrong, and Steve will also like compliment me on shit. So like, shout out Steve. But yeah, um, you got to have those couple beers. But then, of course, we need those releases. You know, you need those releases. Like, oh, triple dry hop bullshit or this yeah, and that. It's not bullshit. It's you know. fun, man. But you enjoy, know what I mean? Like enjoy after, what you're doing. After yeah, dealing yeah. with it, you know, every day, I'm just like, all right, yeah. all right cool, cool. But, um, yeah, you rock out the Juice uh, Manji. The Juice Manji releases. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have you mentioned Juice Manji at all? What, have you talked yeah, about very vaguely, very vaguely, times. yeah. Juice is basically just the New England that we try to keep around more mm-hmm. than the others. Yeah. Um, People seem to like it once it hits the taps. It, they I've heard just drink it about the milkshakes lately. I mean, the raspberry one was new to me, but I heard some of the last. His ones float series is bomb. The floats, dude. yeah, it's float. rocking. You know, I will say that the raspberry, I like the flavor, but it came out thinner than I wanted. Yeah, give me and some I body think a little bit, maybe. So yeah. much raspberry because it's sour. So good, yeah, sour it out. tastes really good. So, the, so the, <laughs> so the taste is 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 there. There yeah. is no one that said a negative thing um, about that beer. No one. No negatives. It's just definitely thin compared to. I'll my go to Untapped. Sure. I'll verify that. If you ever had, if you ever had <laughs> coconut, the coconut float was the one where it's like frothy and just holy really? shit. Yeah, the coconut one is almost the. Fan I love favorite. the coconut one, dude. But anyways, you know, Let's I, go back I'm to just the shout out game, Emily. The coconut migratory. Shout out they, migratory. They, I actually have use, a four pack in my fridge. They use that coconut better than just about anybody in like a, a golden ale like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's uh, it's as good as a flavor of coconut as I've ever wanted. Yeah, actually, funny quick story. Paul hits me up the other day. He goes, "Dude, do you have that collection of old Looney Tunes glasses?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah he's obviously." Like, do you have the Cool Cat one? And I was like, "Hold on, let me look." And I like look through them all, and he's like. If you do, I would like compensate you, bro. And like I'm looking, I sent him a Wait, picture. Wait, how long ago was this? 
He just broke it like a couple days ago. Oh, he broke it. Yeah. No, actually, Quinn broke it. So, Quinn, it's your fault. <laughs> if you go back and listen to their episode of my show, we talked pretty intensively about the Cool Cat Glass. Yeah, so the Cool Cat Glass <laughs> broke last week. Oh, that's the worst shit ever. So that makes up. me really sad. I just happened to, a few miles away, have the Cool Cat Glass. The same one. From the same year, even. And he's like, I'll compensate you, bro. And I was like, are you at the brewery? He's like, no. And I show up, and I was like, and Quinn's working. And I like held it up. He's like, like dude. You don't touch he's this. Like, I, was, I told him, I go, Quinn, you can't touch this. But... um. <laughs> I don't even know how I got into this. But, yes, so they were like. It doesn't matter. They're like, Paul and Emily talking said, about grab coconut. a four-pack. They we're said, grab a coconut. four-pack. And I look, and I'm like, I'll grab some migratory. I was yeah. like, I don't even want to take your beer. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'm like, but only because I don't have beer in my fridge is why I'm grabbing this four-pack. The migratory is the shit. Yeah. Don Hardy might be leaving the building. Don, Don Hardy is leaving the building. Leaves the building. He's like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> 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 that was the look he just gave me. <laughs> you know, that um, guy is awesome. That guy is a shout, shout, triple shout-out to triple John Hardy. Shout out. So we were talking about canning, and we were talking about juice bonji, and we were talking about the coconut, and the, you, you said that, that that was kind of the just in yeah, case juice you forgot where like we the were juice, at. We we you know we tap it, and especially the regulars. See, getting the regulars to stick around was crazy because they were used oh, to what they man, were used that to. That was awesome. That's a good and story. Flopping. And <laughs> my my goal was okay, make good beer, obviously, and 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 have people you know work together well and all this and blah blah. But my goal was make the regulars stick around. If you can make them stick around, something you're doing is right. And it has to be a multitude of things. It has to be the atmosphere still. Don't change this too much. Don't change that too much. But I changed the beer like so much. It went from like very like traditional brown ales, porters, barrel aged porters. So I'm like throwing this like juice at them and like fucking kettle sours, and they're like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this new guy, but most of them stuck around, and um, I don't know how we got into that either. <laughs> Keeping the <laughs> no, I think you were going so, down. So they went into juice. juice. Yeah. So they went into juice. And yeah, like, juice. Market. And now, like, I got like Perry. I mean, the guy's awesome. He's like seventy years old, and he comes in and he just drinks a New England IPA. That's his beer now. Like, it's all yeah. he drinks. Cosa or Cosa. Yeah, but like, what else can I get for you, Perry? So and he's weird. like, I'll just do another juice. And I'm like. All right, but if he sees me tap like a new one, he'll come in and be like, he gets "Let me pissed. get the, like it's the first guy here." Yeah, it's five yeah. o'clock, John. It's five o'clock. Where's the new tapping? You yeah, said yeah. five o'clock. It's like, dude, it's five o three, Perry. Yeah. We'll chill. So people like, like it'll be on like, fifteen no, minutes. No, 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 no. You said five. I know, oh, dude, he's <laughs> on it. So That's the new like, lines now. You know, we get people like the juice, man. You know, it's uh, becoming just like a staple beer. It's here a good product that people like. It's a so. great product. It's a great beer. We have a couple of regulars too that uh, work for another brewery. Another shout out to two brothers. Mm-hmm. Leo, what? Leo oh. comes in all the time. And Ryan, uh, is Ryan Lump here? He just walked in. Yeah. He loves two brothers. Right. And then their one salesman, Nick, uh, he's the coffee guy. He's in here Ooh. occasionally. Yeah, Nick, 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 the coffee guy. I've met him a couple times. Good yeah. dude. They got good coffee over there, too. That nitro line shit. Oh, Some yeah. that cold brew. We just did a nitro dillies is on there, dude. You I saw that. that he, John was drinking it earlier. I got to have a little sample of the dillies because I haven't had any form of it. So Do I mean, the dillies nitro for your like little, that, date, your little morning cap. Is that it right now? Is what do that, you mean? Is that the only available dillies you have on tap right we now? We have dillies regular. And dillies nitro. And then we have dillies okay. nitro. But okay, the dillies yeah, nitro is where it's at. Did you see the I'll post take a on, knock on it? Post on Facebook a few days ago. We did put up the Dilly's Nitro with the the float glass overflowing. No. Yeah. And then it, we had about like the marketing and it's fun. Everyone's like, "What is that?" Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's good, man. It's really good. Yeah, I saw him drinking that. I was I was a little curious. The nitro is where it's at. I mean, that's that's something John too is like, "Hey, we're gonna put up some nitro." I'm like, "What?" And he, we 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 had a scramble last week for the nitro tank because we couldn't get yeah. the right fitting for the one we had. <laughs> I and think it's important with the as far as in the tap room having a nitro. Yeah. 
like a lot of customers that maybe aren't into beer so much they like what is nitro and then you could tell them hey it's going to give you a, a, a real different tongue feel mm-hmm. totally a little, little creamy a little creamier yeah you want different. some nitro we're gonna have some different. nitro so all right I'll be yeah there. Hey, <laughs> hey, John, thanks for hanging out. We're going to talk about me some yeah, more. Yeah, John, we'll see you later, dude. <laughs> We're going to talk about me. We'll see you in a little bit. You're unnecessary at this point. <laughs> no. Nah, he's um, good, but uh, but uh, since we got JJ here, have we talked about you at all, JJ? We, we talked about your hair yet? Did, did, did I mention JJ's hair? I'm we totally joking. How beautiful he is. Did we mention that he could be a pro wrestler? He, he could, too. Right he t- he could be the guy. It's like, you... You come over here. Yeah. Right? I, I've been dude. a little quieter because I am the fucking new guy right now. Not in a bad way. Guy. Right. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still um, learning a lot about not the industry, but uh, Whiskey Hill. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why i kind of been quiet a little bit, you know, absorbing. I think JJ came from, you know, I, I mean, I knew. I, so I remember when Pol- I went Firewater and Crest Hill, as mm-hmm. you know. Right. And right after that, Pollyanna. We remember we talked right. about this earlier. And, uh, I remember bringing them in when they just opened mm. Pollyanna. Yeah. Um, so JJ with them kind of, you know, watch them grow a little bit from one to two locations or whatever. Lamont. Yep. And Lamont then to Roselaire, to right, Roselaire, Illinois. With some separate partners. Right? Funny. So, yeah. A lot of my a lot of my college roommates, Roselle, Itasca, really? Hanover Park, Bloomingdale. Illinois is all, dude, a I bunch know. of it. Yeah, They're all yeah. a bunch of guys from Western Illinois. That's how I even know that area. Yeah. Right. Well, think about it, dude. I was from Burr Ridge, Hinsdale. You know how many Western Illinois people were at Western Illinois from Hinsdale, Burr Ridge? What, were there two? Really? <laughs> there was one yeah. other person than me. Dude, that was it. I had like, like dude, nine dudes from my high school that were there really? with me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my school, they're like, we're going to you know, we're going to Miami, Ohio. We're going yeah. to Harvard. We're going to Princeton. A lot of U of I guys like, by me, too, like where I was at. A lot of U of I guys. Yeah. But, but, but well, on. and you know what? I mean, hey, uh, Western is still the... The Harvard of the Midwest, I think, but <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, I went to UCLA. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not U- a bad school. University closest to Lagrange area. There it is. College of Page. Yep. So did I. College C-O-D. destination. Man. And by C-O-D. the way, I went there too. Thank you, sir. So uh, he poured it's you so a creamy. <laughs> he poured you a five ounce for absolutely no reason. Should have poured you a big one, but no, no, no. He did the right thing. Um, well, I can almost smell Dave. I can almost smell Dave. I can never say. Is it Fajman? 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 Fajman. Fajman. I'd like to say it's Fajman because it sounds way more sounds fancy. Sounds cool. I still think you need, to, you need to make a beer that's called Dave's Not Here, Man. <laughs> Even though there's already been <laughs> a bunch made it. that. <laughs> when I walked in, I was like, is that is that tank filled up with barrel-aged coffee? coffee? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. No, we are working on it, though. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? He told me uh, months ago, I asked him, I'm like, can you keg coffee at any point? And he's like, I'm going to talk to my friends at Whis- Whiskey Hill Smart. and see if we can. Yeah, yeah. we're working we do on it. it. Um, basically, he figured out a new way to do it. He said, um, I don't know. He, he was here recently. Said, John, I figured it out. Here for the fundraiser. And he, like, gave me, like, the f- he gave me like the, the rundown. So he's like, all right, we'll try it soon. Because apparently we were doing it completely wrong. Um, we Idiots. tried twice. I had like no. two full conicals twice, and they both smelled fantastic, but just looked like like a light lager. Water. Like that's uh, what it looked like. It was like yellow water. That's not cute. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Anyway, um, 
to finish up to get to tra- backtrack a little bit. Matt's like back to me. Back All right, to, let's go. Yeah, no. up, let's talk about me some more. <laughs> no, um. he's like. So I had this like white tablecloth, fine dining, farm to table restaurant back when Did I was I like twenty six. Yeah. No, oh. just you want to talk not. about that now or let's do you? <laughs> I was going to talk about JJ, but if you want to talk about that, we can. <laughs> I'd love to hear about this. No, John, and I could go. Out, you know, I try to limit my time and my exposure to John. He's like the sun. <laughs> like, you enjoy it. It's hot. It's ready to fucking roll. You know what I mean? Like, let's jam. But then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God, I have, like, cancer. I can't hang out with this guy like the AC. Two yeah. hours and 25 <laughs> minutes in now. Is yeah. this over? We've overstimulated you guys now yeah. at this point. For real. <laughs> no, but I, what I was going to say is that we uh, bring in JJ. We were talking about JJ and come from Pollyanna. I remember when they started out, and uh, I remember talking to them. And so when I met JJ, I'm like, you know what? I want to talk to this guy. I'm in no way, shape, or form to bring anybody in to give their opinions or their ideas. I sat down with JJ. I was in the conversation with him for maybe about 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, so let me explain to you where we're going with this Whiskey Hill thing. You know, <laughs> I can see his eyes. And I'm like, I know you, I, I talked to Don Hardy about you. And I know you were there. But I want to make clear one thing. There's two people involved here, me and Rob, that are, are making the decisions. And the truth is that Rob's never really around, doesn't even like beer. And I wanna know your thoughts. I wanna know your thoughts about going absolutely ape shit about new things and crazy stuff and we're 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 in a garage in an industrial park where no one wants to come to, right? We're like the place where right now on this podcast I wanna tell people if you're hearing this right now, you there? <laughs> like there's limited parking figure it out get into the tap room you know like we're not this public place on a corner in a strip mall and uh we're not your forefront place and so it's going to be tough to come here so i said jj you got your you know your work cut out for you as far as experience and service and beer tenders and training them and getting their cicerones and yeah it's definitely a project it's 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 a huge project like you're biting off a lot you know i heard jj say earlier he said um i was looking for you a little change of scenery (laughs) <laughs> I'm like that's well, awesome. You dude. ever gone from the Bahamas to Detroit? <laughs> right, because that's what's Afghanistan. Happening. Afghanistan. <laughs> the Bahamas. To Afghanistan. That's what you Whiskey bought. Hill. Bahamas War zone. to Detroit. That's, and that's the new sweatshirts, <laughs> that's, that's guys. The Get the new sweatshirts made. Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he's coming. He's done an awesome job. And uh, you know, I know when you're sitting in your car listening to this podcast, or you're at home, whatever you're doing. Jerking you know, off, you, whatever you're doing. Whatever you're, doing. <laughs> you're ripping if a bowl you with the, log the podcast, guys. that's impressive. Right? That's awesome. Get your pants down, whatever you're doing. Um, you know, it was good to have JJ aboard because JJ's the one that's like, honestly, he's the, honestly, he's like the artery because you got John in the back that's like the heartbeat, pumping the beer out, putting it together, making it all go out. He's the artery, making sure it gets to your fingers and that you get to enjoy it, you know, that, that it tastes right, it's right, it the temp's right. And, um, and it eliminates a lot of me going, hey, Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like now, bartender now, to this, like, bartender to that. Hey Jake, can you tell Matt that? <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, no. Now Jake can just like handle a lot of things that like before I was like trying to juggle. Oh God. Um, and I don't know how you did it. Yeah, Who I don't know. But well, basically, place? like oh. I was like, it has to happen. Like I have to go out to the front and change the 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 tap list on the chalkboard because so and so is gonna be late. Oh, if you go or, on Go- if you go on Google Maps and and search Whiskey Hill, there's a picture of you literally drawing on the chalkboard. Oh, I, I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. <laughs> there's yeah. a picture of John actually yeah. drawing on the chalkboard. And it still says Missing Legends, which is every day. I'm like, oh, you guys, if anybody brings me a sticker of Missing Legends, I'll pay you five dollars. <laughs> Get rid of the old name. Well, the funny I thing is, a couple employees took it seriously and started rounding up stickers. That cost like, me some money. I'm like, guys, this is gonna be funny because I'm gonna pay up, you cocksucker. <laughs> so I paid him. I paid him. <laughs> that bastard <laughs> but it was true but it, you know it's hard because uh in the in the in this world you know you're you're trying to make a business not go not go dark 
you know, and you're transitioning. And I think in hindsight, it's 2020, but right, obviously, but we should have probably just said, Hey, we're starting over and here's what we're doing. Reset um, button. Yeah. There reset. was some major confusion amongst the beer nerds. There's or like the ancillary, like, cause you know, we're, yeah, we're, I'm interested to hear this because where I'm getting most of my feedback is from, is from that area over by Hailstorm and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and sound growler South, yeah. and you know, that, that Southwest burbs area. Shout there. out 350. Shout yeah, out 350. Todd. <laughs> Todd Randall is the greatest. They shot, they shot hops into space and they Actually, shot a video uh, about it. How great me is and, that? Me and Todd and the, and the awesome. boys are going to be making some beer here soon together Good. for our one year anniversary. But that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so, so w- w- what we're hearing from people coming to the door is like, I don't, I don't understand. Right. It's not like a, it's not a hateful thing. It's not mm-hmm. a negative thing. It's right. more like, wait. So is it, is it still the same place? Did they just change the name because then it was because they were doing poorly? Like so, they changed the name. So that's kind of like the honest feedback you're getting right. from the from the front mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's good to to give them a background story on that. Like, hey, this isn't the same thing. This isn't what's happening. Yeah. Nothing against the guys that were here before. Right. I'm exactly. sure they love beer just fine. I'm sure they made they did. good yeah. beer. They were good dudes. I mean, they well, were they great were dudes. Guys, I mean, you know? they were they were doing it in this little area over here in Westmont before any of these other dudes were around. So you know. Um, I'm literally the last standing thing from that, yeah. technically. So, yes, this is a brand-new company. Four we weeks, We don't make dude. whiskey. We don't make whiskey. It was probably technically two weeks. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying, if you're, if you're wondering if anything is left here of the old companies, there's right. nothing. We don't make whiskey. Um, right. <laughs> your dogs can come. You can bring food. We That's a big thing because most people are shedding that. We are shedding friendly. that right now. They're we haven't had any real thing. dog issues, knock on wood. So... You're seeing that now. But I mean, I know for a fact that the people in that area that I'm describing that are confused are also willing, you know, because all those people, the same people I'm talking about are asking those questions about Whiskey Hill are also uh, coming back to to Crafted and saying like, man, I just, I I spent time at Black Horizon this weekend. Like, Mm -hmm. what a great place. Kevin and Kevin and Charles. Just saw him Sunday. Saw him yesterday. Just great dudes. So, so they will come to you. Mm -hmm. They just, they just need to figure out like what is this like what's happening mm-hmm. right now so, so like it's like a hostel They're like is this sketchy am i gonna <laughs> go gonna, missing yeah like let's go i'm gonna get my achilles <laughs> my achilles cut when i'm there no, no. No, no. well that's the truth is that not I, I, all anybody needs to know is that hey look all new ownership all new direction uh two guys are are here that are the ones that are you know writing the checks that's the end of it you know and the, both guys are here for we're here for the long term um, it's not a game. Yeah, I you told know. Matt, I'm like, if I wanted to quit, it would have been like a long time right. ago. I always say, that to him, like, <laughs> hey, man, and I've told John this, so I can read your future. He goes, really? I go, yeah. I say, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get dialed in here. We're going to continue to have the success we're going to have. We're going to put out phenomenal product. We're going to bust our ass, be more, bust our asses, be more original than anybody else out there. We're going to, we're going to put new stuff out. I go, and you're going to get the big boy offer. And you're probably gonna walk, and that's cool. I mean, I'm yeah. okay with it. He ain't mad but here's at the you. kicker: I, you know what? JJ and I, JJ and I, figured out young bright-eyed kid. Yeah. That and I said I'll probably write big-ass checks to have you just kind of consult and hang around, still do some beers <laughs> through the transition. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's cool. So you know, we're all on the same page. But um, you know, yeah, it's totally new. I mean, let's let's not even. We don't need to go backwards anymore on that. Yeah. It's so annoying. Oh, Matt asked me one day. Says, all right, so. Who would it be? Who would have to call you and offer you a job to make you dead, I know this answer. to make you leave? And I was like, honestly. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, half acre. John, I'm a half acre fanboy. John just put his resume out. I'm a half acre fanboy. Dude. No, 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 not it's at like all. Gabe, all. Gabe, hey, Gabe, Gone Gabe, away. if you're listening to this, Gone away no, I'm is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually always a fan of their uh, their actual taproom offerings that didn't really hit the streets. And so when Dungeons actually started coming out in cans, I was like, there Dungeons we go, because Dungeons shit. is a great beer, dude. You know how crazy I felt sitting 
I was sitting at a fucking ping pong table with the setup. You're <laughs> sitting right here, right? What you guys are doing, but two on mics. On a ping pong table. Two mics at a ping pong table at the Balmoral production side of things. Nice. With fucking Gabe telling me he started that podcast talking about how he used to blow glass out in front. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i'm like that's i'm awesome. sitting there like blacking out like trying trying to remember like what am i going to talk to this guy about like i was just yeah. like this is the greatest thing in the world this dude is the most humble like awesome human only being. in america dude he's willing to sit <laughs> down with Illinois. me at a fucking <laughs> ping pong table in his facility in the middle of the podcast he's yelling over the mountains and mountains of cans like these are unlabeled, uh, yeah. pre-inked, so they're sure. green, purple, red, blue. Like cans that will eventually get wrapped, or, or yeah. you know, and and he's yelling over the top at at where the canning line is at his guys who are singing like random like Tina Turner songs at the top of their <laughs> lungs. He's like, "We're doing a podcast. So shut the fuck up." <laughs> I'm like, "This is surreal to sit it's there awesome. like with a dude that doesn't even he doesn't even understand that he's like a legend. He like, he doesn't get it. Right. Like, he's yeah. he's like I just a guy he's that doing does his own this, man, yeah." Know? He yeah, just like goes to lunch and goes to sleep at night yeah, like yeah, a normal fucking like, person. I don't know why yeah. the fucking guy wants to interview me. What a weirdo! Like <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea. Like why the right. hell am this is important right. to me at all? You know. I told you I saw him on check, please. I thought yeah. that was cool. I was like, yeah. I listened a lot of what he said and I watched what he said and I was like, wow. Yeah. Drew Fox, same thing. Yeah. 18th Street. Oh, shout out down, Drew. Drew's sat, a good dude. Sat down with Drew and I'm, I'm like, oh god, is he gonna like me? Like you know, right. he fucking toured me around the whole Hammond facility, like casual and just sweetest guy in the world, just talking. Yep. Had lunch with me afterwards. You know, after we finished finished doing the thing. It's like there's some giants in this industry that I don't think they realize that they're giants. giants. Like Drew, the humility is like McKellar. All the stuff that Drew does is just ridiculous. I see him like on planes to Japan and stuff. Like I'll text him, I'll be like, "Hey, I'm in Hammond, dude. Are you around?" He's like, "Bro, I'm in like Osaka or something." I'm like, "Where are you, bro? Are you not even in Iceland right now? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" He's like, "Actually, I'm at Warpigs. I'm like, I'm out here. Like, I'm like, what?" Yeah, so with me, was it thrown out the window when I mentioned Macomb? Was that it? You're like, no, man, this guy's in the same playing field. Yeah, I feel like I probably you and I gave are, this guy a bottle of water to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are good to go on this Dude, one. Dude, you, you guys don't understand no. the bond that's going on over here. I, I'm trying to like it's joke gross. with you guys. It's gross, They're all, but like, fun. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I'll only like, bring it up another thousand. I was like times. throwing up on myself like PBR and like you know Keystone. old granddad shots Red and shit in like Red Dog Park, and you guys are like. In college and shit. Yeah. Red dog. Getting that education. PBR, yeah. dude. What are you talking about? You were like showing up for detention. You were probably a freshman in high school when I was jamming. <laughs> I probably out. was in in school suspension. I yeah, spent a lot of for time. Sure. In AE. It's called alternative education. Alternative <laughs> education. And Miss Stem, shout that out to Miss Stem. Miss Stem used to come and pick me up out of in school. <laughs> and she would bring me she would bring me Nutrigrain bars and stuff. <laughs> and she'd be like, Can I borrow John for a second? And she was the secretary at the dean's office. She'd come in in school suspension and grab me and be like, Can I borrow John for a second? They'd be like, Yeah, of course, Miss Stem. Yeah. <laughs> no, Miss Them was like seventy five. Miss Them, little bit. Actually, Miss Them Nothing. passed away. Miss Them was cool though, so oh. she'd walk me around the school. Oh, she'd okay. get me out of in school for like, she'd get me out of in school for like a good hour, okay. and then bring me back. And like, everybody like, file some papers. Why do you get to walk around? I'm like, well, because I'm cool with Miss Them, dude. I'm gonna be yeah. a brewer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a brewer. Dude, are you kidding me? No, didn't you know? I had no idea. You should have seen the shit I used to wear in high school. I didn't know what I wanted to be. We're gonna right, find so getting, those pictures. Getting back to the root it. of this, yeah. so Half Acre is the one that has to make the call to to pry him out. That's of it. And you know what's cool? I mean, well, no, the it's, thing it's is, not, but it's honestly, cool. probably not because what you it boils down to is nobody gets to walk into a gig and just start playing around, especially in a head brewer position. Like that is not an easy thing to find at all. And if I were to leave anywhere realistically today, if it wasn't a startup, it would be me just making their beer. Mm-hmm. You know, weird. Or his own place. Weird. He's got a good. He's got a good concept for his own. One brewery, day. I think one day. One day. Yeah. 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 Well, that that got a good honestly, name. Got a good where, concept. Where the fact I've that you're not like even a like 
you know, I think uh, I think the 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 normal business act thought process would be like, and fuck that, he wants to go leave me and go <laughs> do right. his own thing. The right. fact that you're like encouraging and like, hey, one day you will do this, he you will. know, and I'm no, under- no, and I understand that. I got you know it what makes you me think that you get it, like that you get mm-hmm. it. You what know? do you say, like, what do you say with this podcast? Are we allowed to sell this for open rights later, right? I don't know because what you're talking about. this is worth money, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's money. worth money. This guy will move on. He will do more. We're just hoping we get to ride the train a little bit. The, the, I'll, I'll our, like our biggest issue with John is, you know, and obviously if this everyone's going to be like, hey, are Matt and John gay? Yeah, it's far from the truth. My wife's like super hot. So <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that, um, no, he's got a ton of talent and he's and he's harnessing it. That's what's dangerous, right? Look, you've got a lot of people in this industry who are super talented. you got a lot of brewers who are like, I, I know what I'm going to do. I know where the IBUs, I know where the ABVs are at. I know what we're going to do with this. I know what we're throwing this. This is the hot hop. You got a hot butcher. I'm going to do this. I'm a gypsy brewer. I'm going to do I'm crazy. Right? This guy's like figuring out how to harness the force. Like, well, and he's learning like, For being as day, outspoken you know? of a person as I am, which anyone who personally knows me either loves me or hates my guts. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate you right but now. He <laughs> has many enemies. But Just joking. I sit back and I just watch everything. I've never learned something, honestly, purely learned something out of like a book. Or just reading a fucking script. I watch things. And so, yeah, of course, he's got a point. I'm watching, and I'm watching what's working, what's not working. So when that day comes, yes, all those terabytes of shit in my brain is going to be like, this is how you do but it. But he knows Correctly. how to, you yeah. know how to step up to two when the bolts are flying. I mean, when shit's like, hey, dude, I need this, I need that. I, I think I work care better under pressure. what your opinion is, John. I need you to do this. <laughs> That's his hardest struggle. I work right? better under pressure, though. I need this. Yeah, he does. He goes, you know, I'll figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And he does it. Now, is it the best situation ever? most likely not i'm most like in my brain like i have 103 employees now right and not that john's an employee but i have 103 i spend more time with john talking to john working with john than i do everybody combined including well, management and it's cause because this needs the most focus right yeah, for sure. and i need yes. him to like tell me what where are we going how are we doing this i need you to do and, he, and it's hard for one person you know so having jj here again has yeah, been that a was huge. huge crutch for us like that was huge was hey like, john AJ. jj take this I'm like, yo, I don't care what you got to offer this guy. Right. Can you just, like, bring Do him it. on? <laughs> right. No, I'll be honest with you. We we are very lucky to have JJ. JJ took a huge leap for us because coming from his background, JJ could have really done anything. Um, I'm I like, heard, really? You chose us? Like, yeah. My partner, <laughs> Rob Carr, decision maker. Right, right. I think John was surprised. That's right. I, I gave John a little bitch slap. Like, I, I walked back with my pants down. Like, hey, dude. John looked at you like, shit? what? Actually, the what do you think of that, that we Wang, were, dude? No, no, no. The day that we were brewing with Skeleton Key. Was the day that he hired on Jay. And yeah. he walks in the back and he's like, well, guys, uh, welcome, Jay. I said to everybody right in front of everyone. And Skelton, hey, guys, here you go. Yeah, Skeleton Key was here. There's Paul, your boy. Was here, right Paul, there. John was here. The other brewer was here. Yeah. Those guys are awesome, by the way, Skeleton yes. Key. Yes. But the point is is that JJ came in and, and it's been great. So, anyway, we got a lot of work to do. Do you want to talk about what's going on now, what's coming forward, or Let's what do go. you want to do? Hey, bring us home. Bring us home. Um, give us, what's coming give us some, some future. Some uh, what are we doing now? We're shooting for June 8th, one year anniversary. Just kind of makes sense. Let's wait till the winter, uh, summer cracks, uh, get the good weather going. Um, so look out for that. What else is going on? All kinds of beers. I got a bunch of stuff in barrels. Um, barrel age releases, just kind of every time I brew something that is worthy of going into a barrel that I think I'll put it in one if I have them or if I can get them. Um, I'm picking Top up some Chicago distilling oh, yeah. barrels. Love Actually, that. I've never worked with them, awesome. but I'm getting some bourbon barrels from Chicago distilling. Um, bunch of hazy stuff in the tanks uh what else is coming up s'more stout uh 
shit, man. I don't know. Just pushing. Just our just top secret project. Yeah, we got a about. basically a sour New England coming up with a crazy, some John, crazy, some John, crazy don't stuff. Don't reveal. I'm not gonna say up. what's going in it. I'm not gonna. Fuck. I'm not gonna say what's going in it. Everybody's got. You know, we've done sour IPAs before, guys. But um. Yeah, but not. Yeah, like just kind of playing with stuff. You know, like I said, keeping keeping those quote unquote core beers in here and then at the. Now I'm just like playing with the beakers and you know Bunsen burners and just getting weird. So we got the new system going in. New system right now, yep. literally this minute. Um, so we're, we're scaling from a three and a half to a ten barrel. So here comes a bunch of shoutouts. All right, watch this. <laughs> oh boy! Iron and glass, orange and brew, Iron beer and cellar, glass. Uh, beer cellar. Uh, everybody, we're, we're, we want you guys to have our beer, and I've spoken with many of you, and and we will get you beer. I promise. Um, <laughs> I try a lot to 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 please everybody and i think that's one of my faults um but we will get you beer especially orange or brew eric's a great dude right. and we're gonna do a little I, I haven't been out there yet i gotta go i gotta go visit this down the street yeah we're gonna do a little meet the brewer night we just emailed the other day about it um because i was there one night and everybody's like what's this new place in town and i'm sitting there just listening in street clothes and i'm like street, oh you mean street a- clothes like <laughs> like he wears a uniform every day. Well, no, I, I mean, wasn't I wearing my to, cop uniform that night. I try <laughs> to wear my brewer shirts when I'm here. Yeah, and shit. yeah. You know, but obviously laundry. Tired gets hands. In the way. Yeah. <laughs> Your tired hands brewer shirt. <laughs> well, today's like a chill day. Yeah. I was like, I cool. Yeah, Joe Bob's you. coming yeah, in. It's These all guys audio. Like, There's no video. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Going monkish. Sean's like the kind of person. It's so funny. He's like, I'm like, oh, dude, Mike, why don't you wear some Whiskey Hill stuff? You know, he's like, well, I got my Whiskey Hill stuff on. That's cool. It's like, I really like sporting other people's stuff. Oh, I love it. I'm a walking culture. billboard, man. Right. That's, that's my. That's usually my my thing. And I'm like, that's cool. But I John think, is like, loves it. I like, think the most disgusting it. thing was one day I had like five articles on me that were just from different breweries. It didn't matter yeah. if it was a pin or a, or a hat me, or something. And I like underwear looked at, every I like day. At myself. When are we gonna do like, underwear? Jeez, mm-hmm. whiskey hill. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Just on the crash. Meet me at the lump. Meet me at the bulge. John doesn't like that. No. Meet yeah, me at no. the bulge. <laughs> We're not allowed to say this. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's 2019, man. Yeah, but, you know, you, you can't fart the wrong direction. So. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, no, <laughs> I disagree. No. No. Yeah, usually cool. most days you'll catch podcast. me with like a Wakefield hat on, an Energy City t-shirt, a hoodie, you know, a flannel from Moore, and then, you know, you never know what nine different articles of brewery clothing I'm going to have. Yeah. And people ask me, they'll see me like brewing, they're like, John, why are you wearing like a skeleton t-shirt or something? And I'm like, those are my buddies. Like, I don't know. Like, you want to like, it's like, right. you see those memes and it's like, why don't you support your friends? Like, you support the celebrity you don't know. Wait, and wait, it's wait. Like, yeah. Google, remember I talked about Google Maps earlier? Yeah. I, I believe it might be even the same picture of John drawing on the chalkboard that's on Google Maps. I believe... Uh, it's Miskatonic or Skeleton Key, probably. No, no. I believe... Yeah, I believe John is sitting in the bar stool. Oh. Th- and he's got a Skeleton Key hat and <laughs> no hooded way. sweatshirt on. And you're drawing on the board. And it's I think like John, John, the brewer from oh, Skeleton okay, Key, okay, is okay, sitting at the bar yeah. drinking a beer. Because yep. I, saw, I saw the flat bill back turn back, and I'm like, that's John. That's John right there. <laughs> I'm almost sure of it. Actually, John and Emily told me a funny story. They were out in the city, like somewhere, like in a like a sketchy neighborhood. And he's got our whiskey hill hat on. It's black and gold. And he looked at Emily like, and he's like, "Who this motherfucker?" He, he looked at Emily and he's like, "Do you think I should take my hat off?" And she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, look at it. Those guys are eyeing me up pretty good over there." Yeah, and I'm like, Hold on, "I'm literally pulling. I'm trying to pull it up right now. You guys filibuster while I nah, it's a, it's a good we whiskey a hills. A whiskey hills a place where everyone's welcome. What are you talking about?" <laughs> we don't screw. We don't. Uh, no, no, no. He was out. Okay, so separate picture. Right there's John drawing on the chalkboard. Yeah, right? there's, there's Google That's Maps. That's on Google Maps. That's on Google Maps. And you then I'm holding on. You, you keep, you keep talking. 
Tell me more, and I'll find. I'll find. Bump you that picture up to the top of when they first search. Well, actually, we're going to be, like gonna be painting stupid. the tap room soon too. Yeah, yeah. getting windows in the door. Oh, hey, we're doing um Monday morning. Forgot to tell you, just got the call this morning for Rob. Monday morning, they'll be ta- painting the whole tap room. All right, so they're painting the tap room. Um, they're painting over. Bar will be done the next two windows. Days. Yep. Yeah, we're doing windows on the garage doors. So um, beer garden. Get windows a little, on the garage. Get a little dig actual. We got a beer garden going. Just like Salmoth, how they have that kind of like Salmoth esque. I'll tell you in the industrial park, which will be cool. Shout out Salamoth. I like the Salamoth esque. I was there Friday. <laughs> I was at Salamoth Friday. Yep. It was shout warm in John there. Barley. It was good. Yeah, Eric. Shout out to Eric's John there, right? Eric, Eric Hobbs. Yeah. Um, I didn't see him. He wasn't working. He was probably home sleeping. It was twelve thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry, Eric. But we don't get to talk much anymore. We should uh what's everybody doing? We should hit up some breweries. In the neighborhood. Time to make a tour. Oh, close oh today, my remember? God, there's no it's way. Monday. John, wait, I thought you were brewing today. I thought you were doing the... <laughs> no, today is blacked out. They told me they got to be over there to... Uh... <laughs> I'm serious. That's John, right? Where? Oh, that's John. That's John that's totally John. right at the end of the bar. That's John. Yeah. Sitting. Oh, yeah. that's the old... Oh, you traitor. That's what was he doing? Oh, he's coming to see you, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Well, John lives down the street. Everybody, if you don't know this, Paul, Emily, and John from Skeleton Key all live, like, down a certain street from each other, like, within, like, a few miles. It's like, boom, boom, boom. So oh, I'm like, sure of it. Yeah. Super convenient. Is this a podcast for Skeleton Key or Whiskey Hill? Because I got to be honest with you, I'm way happier going down the Skeleton Key Road. I love those guys. They, oh, I love awesome. them. They're so nice. I spent about two hours with Emily, and as you guys have already probably mentioned, that that, that is probably the most brilliant, like... Maybe the most impressive human being. That yeah. I mean, she's, like, to. dialed in on every level. Uh-huh. She's like, no. well, it's not necessarily Saccharomyces, because you see this yeah. one Holy genome shit. twisted this way. And I'm know. like, what? I'm like, dude. Like, shut I'm, I'm always like, mouth. and she starts <laughs> talking, and I find myself saying, yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then in my brain, I'm kind of like an idiot so I i'm gonna no say yeah you just yeah, said there yeah. why did i say yes and i have to stop her like hey i have no idea what you're talking about mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah just a classic human being um yeah, so class. so what's in store for us canning yeah, when are you gonna can that's not all the nerds want to hear all right, all right. if nerds i can give you, you an can. actual date when you can have cans Juice to be cans. realistic 60, Juice manji. 60 days Juice manji. yeah 60 to 90 i'd say 60 to 90 well no with our single head single head you'll have cans honestly we've been talking about this all week um with the single head we four pack putting 16 out a lot. Four pack, sixteen ounces. Um, limited, very limited. In the next sixty days. No distro. Think about like right uh, no taproom, right? Yeah, yeah it's tap room, that's it. Think about how like juice box they do juice box in like a hundred cases. I think is all they do, probably right? Or quarter, four packs, quarter, hundred four. Cosmic juice box. Yeah. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. Hundred four packs. It's probably going to be similar to that until we get an actual canning line in the in these four walls, which but. will get very very soon. I mean, this, the system will go from a three and a half to a ten barrel in the next. 30 days most likely the next four days but i'll say 30 till we're all done and it's all stamped yeah so we'll probably be brewing on it in two weeks right God yeah probably damn stepping yeah. it up yeah so then that gets crazy because from there it's like boom then we got to work on it and get a, at least a forehead canner um what else I mean, the taproom bar will be done here in the next few days it looks pretty cool right we did a good job with that plywood frank did no. a great job <laughs> <laughs> so we, we peeled apart all the old bourbon barrels all the old bourbon you know. Yeah, th- that looks great. That awesome. That looks great, yeah. The staves just like kind of kind of make it pop. Yeah. We, you see a lot of like uh tin, you know, you see a lot of that on, mm, on that on, corrugated on, like yeah, the you get, corrugated you get that look. tin, but th- it's nice to see those staves look really nice like that. The cool. yeah, they kind of come out, you know. The, we the, had the so many empty old dusty barrels. Just dry ass that barrels that you're not going to put beer in. Yeah, yeah Frank's yeah. looking at me and he's like, 
what should we do? And I'm like, we should like, shut up, Frank, these, dude. Let these. me figure this out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Frank. Frank's wandering around somewhere. We don't know, but yeah. anyway, we I use Frank for all the restaurants, firewares, urban and side firewater. We do. Um, we use. We get like six-year-old telephone poles that we cut on a big planer, put That's it all over the tables. walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these tables are all like oak. Over here is like all the pine and stuff. Um, and we do the same thing in the restaurants. So, and that color is really popular in the restaurant too. That orange. Yeah. So. Um, we decided, I was like, you know what? I want to make big ass like, fucking U boats full of wood. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> badass stuff, dude. I mean, we, and we usually burn all of it. He got, he got so deep. It's like, yeah, fucking badass. Badass stuff. <laughs> just blowing shit up. U boats. We don't tow anything around here. We yeah. just we just burn it. But um, yeah, we, we got a lot of lot of cool stuff. And then what else? I mean, there's something I'm missing. We got we got a popcorn machine over there. That's cool. That's yeah, we, we just we just brought this little old tiny popcorn machine back to life. It's like a zombie popcorn machine. Ryan Lump zombie did it. He just you see Ryan the guy in here earlier. I think he got. I think he thought this was a live like broadcast, not a podcast. So mm-hmm. he thought there was gonna be like cameras. Yeah. So if you notice, he pressed. I want to hey shout out to Ryan. Another he popped in and then like took he off. He thought like quick. oh there's cameras in here. He's I think like, oh, he ironed. That this. guy's never had an iron shirt before fucking noon in yeah. his life. Yeah, he and came also in here looking in. dapper. He's <laughs> always helping us though. He owns uh, Lump and Sons, which is like an automotive place right here up the street, and they, he always helps us out. He fixed our canner, he, uh, our crawler machine. He, he fixed the popcorn machine. He's and, like he's an engineer, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So he touches engineer anything shit. he touches. We're like, hey, I don't know, maybe Ryan can do this. And I'm talking anything from like we need to like make like rakes for my mash tun or fix our popcorn machine. We're like, call Ryan. And right. he's like, yeah, I know how to do that. I'm like, dude, how? Like, how? He comes right over. Yeah. Basically, awesome end of story, guy. we have a lot of people who are helping us out, and it's yeah. like, it's great. It's great. Yeah, a lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love, for sure. Anything you want to leave people with before we before we uh, cut it? Man. JJ? No, just come out and check, the, check out the tap room. Slowly but surely, it's getting better, bigger, and all good stuff coming up. Okay. Yep. We don't have- make whiskey. Do we yeah. tell them? <laughs> don't make whiskey. If we haven't said yeah. that yet, don't ask that question. Is there anything uh, else that you guys have? Uh, you guys have like? Uh, do you do any events in the space besides like beer releases and things, or do you guys do any like little weekly things? So or with with the addition of Jay, we've basically been figuring okay. that out. Do we do trivia? Do right. we do this? We mm-hmm. always have live music. Stephen Peterson every Wednesday. Stephen um, Peterson. Shout okay. out Stephen Peterson. He's been in a lot of places. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Um, this is Peterson. his resident, though. He's been here resident for a long time. Yeah, okay. for Wednesdays here. Steve's been playing here since I think Urban Legend days. Even. Oh shit. Um. Yeah. So you you can walk in any time and maybe find somebody playing guitar, and um, singing. Awesome. We got a local who recently he lost his wife and he said, I don't even want you guys to pay me. Can I just come in on random days and just play my guitar? I said, yeah. come on, dude. So oh, he, okay. he comes in and just plays guitar for people. Is that James? Um, oh. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know when he's going to come sometimes. He yeah. just pops in with his case. Show he's like, up. what's up, y'all? He's like, shut like, the yeah. music off. I'm about to, I'm about <laughs> yeah. to shred here. Yeah. Yeah. We got some new, we got a ton of new merch coming out. Does he just play Purple Rain? I mean, He'll I play No, but I make Steven play Purple Rain. Oh, God, I love it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but as far as events, uh, yeah, we're, we got that's like a, the new thing that we're kind of focusing on. Um, obviously, a lot of beer fest this year. A lot of beer fest. Well, I just, just you know what? Out there is that the goal right now? Like, four just, walls, just get man. us in there. Like, we keep saying every day. We say it to ourselves like a couple of days. Like, hey, man, four. Let's do this. Let's do that. And we're like, you know what? Four walls. Four walls. Like, let's just focus what's going on in here. Uh, let's work on it. We got enough people coming through the door. We got to make make sure that we meet their expectation as far as like, and we have lines sometimes for crawlers. We're like filling, filling, filling. Can releases like. We need to be careful that we're not. And that's the other thing, too, is range. You know, I tell John that all the time. Like, hey, man, I want to have more range. I don't want to make some of these brewers out there, gypsy brewers and others, not call anybody out. But 
I don't want to put out, you know, like, oh, one beer all the time style. Like, mm-hmm. let's do it. And John's like, the best part about it, John's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's put out some, let's put out this, let's put out Saison. Well, like, let's I do have ADD AZ. without having ADD. Right. Like, I have, like, beer ADD. I'm like, no. Like, that was cool. All right. But next, what's next? What's right. next? What's next? Beer what's next? ADD. Yeah, like, beer ADD. going to put that in the glossary. Sure. I like yep. that. There's beer a big ADD. beer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now. There's a big beer coming out. This guy's super pumped about, yeah. uh, about this one. So, it's so hard for him not to just say, <laughs> this is next, what it is. No. In the next 60 days. Would you think it's about 60? Did it. I'll say 60 I to 90. I, brew, I, I told him I could brew it this Friday, but I he said wants no. to like, hold off. I don't know. Why. All right. That's all right. 60, 60 days. Okay. I'm telling you, 60 days. It will be a huge <laughs> beer. All right. For us, for everybody else, for you. And when, if I tell you what it is, I'm not telling you on the mic. Just don't. But when I tell you or when you guys hear about it, I guarantee that the world will be turned upside down. He's overselling. It's overselling. I'm Matt, not over- it's Matt's. It's Matt's idea so he thinks it's like super it awesome yeah. i think it's super awesome it was yeah. kind of mine we'd already had a collaboration he's idea jacked on that now. western illinois area Dude, right now. i'm <laughs> telling you he's like, yeah, yeah. sigma five this is big no that. one's done it i limited maybe i don't think well no one especially nobody has done it i know that 100 percent. but i do think with the that one ingredient I, I mean i guess maybe agreed but yeah i don't know and i think that the way I'm we just do trying it, to be super chill about it because if people don't go lose their shit i'm just like told you dude He's telling me to shut up. Like, I think Dial I got to shut up to a couple Dial of days. This guy's like, we're going to take over the up. world. Like, NWO. Like, remember yeah. wrestling? Like, that. yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel about it. But anyway, I'm pumped. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. I think see that see that stops when you when you get like I've gotten pumped in the past about certain beers and then no one else in the world is pumped. You're like, <laughs> and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I'm worried about my wife packing up, taking the kids pumped. and leaving yeah. because of how many six packs of this shit I'm probably gonna have at my house. I'll be like That's in okay. the corner drinking yeah. it like with the lights off. Six packs? What? Like, don't look at me. <laughs> this right. is my shit right now, guys. Right. Just let me have this. So. Yeah, that's uh, it. All right. Well, you know, again, real quick, anything else before we before we fully we say get, goodbye? Getting some more merch too. We're kind of limited on that. Yeah, and I definitely want to get a couple more options. Mo merch, Mo. Better. We're putting JJ in, in charge of merch, and that means a, a big outlay and some new cool stuff, range a range of yeah, t- tons of stuff. And hopefully, I get to work with Jay on stuff because, like, all right. Yeah. So I walk in this morning, and Don Hardy was in LA recently, and he made his way out to Monkish, and he picked me up like a five panel, like a camper. Um, hat from Monkish. Ooh, hell like, yeah! Those are things <laughs> that, that you. Those are things that you need because this yeah, isn't just dad hats and golf gear. Right. Like they're young kids who are mm-hmm. buying. If your stuff looks like the stuff that is popular, like throwing out the names like Supreme or like streetwear, even right. If you're if you're going on certain formats like that, you're gonna sell the merch. I mean, I only buy stuff from certain places that I actually like. Right. You know, so when we can start to to offer more variety like yeah have the dad hats and have the beat up truckers and then have the clean truckers and have the fitteds or whatever it has to be a mix and i think having jay work on that is going to be good i have a great one great baby blue jay wakefield hat just like that the five panel like that it's great from wake fest this year was great yeah i think the big one that they don't know about that i'm working on is uh condoms with Whiskey Hill on them. It'll be a big whiskey, solid. Would you say Whiskey Hill fucks? <laughs> yeah. Whiskey Hill fucks. Wait, so what the hell? Them. What the hell do I need that for, dude? What a waste of money, JJ. I, 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 well, on. No one wait. needs those. I can't tell if Jay's being serious yeah, right now, so I'm still so trying to figure this out. said that with a straight-ass face. Yeah, he did. It, it could work. Love I'm like, did we just put the fire emoji like on the wrappers? Yeah, it fucks fire, for sure. Oh, fuck, dude. That's hilarious. Ryan took a picture of all of us and sent it to me, and I'm looking at He's myself thinking to myself. You were excited. You were like, Ooh. How did you turn the mic off on me right away? 
Uh, so, fellas, I want to say thank you. Yeah, I want to say thank cool. you guys. Thank you guys, cool. seriously, for, for letting me have your beer while we talk about your beer and talk about you guys. Man, that was, yeah. it was a good time. It was, again, my first experience with you guys, so I was really excited to be here, and, and uh, you guys did not disappoint. You guys are about to hit the three-hour mark. Did you think you would talk to me Jeez, for three hours? Fuck no. no. When I walked in, were you guys thinking, like, <laughs> well, we'll sit down for it. three hours or so? Matt yeah. texted me this morning. He's like, Oh, I mean, it's like an hour, right? And I was like, no, if you look at his podcast, it's like yeah, two and a half hours. I get it. I know it. Yeah. Hey, well, by you, the way, you, you know it's a brewery open in Macomb, right? No. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, who is that? that? We met him at the uh, first quarterly. There's really a nice brewery guys. open up in the old no gas station. Shit. I swear to God, we just met him at IC really nice guys. at Rock Bottom in Chicago a month ago. Stop it. They open up in the next two. No, no. He just texted me. Uh, first week, second week in April. All right. When are we going? When are we going? Bro. Dialed let's in, go. let's go. We were talking about no. Home, homecoming week. Let's, let's go. go. I'm let's in. Go. Well, no, it's April. It's April. Not okay. homecoming. Okay. Okay. They open let's in go. April. They open in like four weeks. All right. What are they called? Where are they going to be? Like, oh, what's man. the location on it? I don't remember. It's what's like a location? weird name that I didn't know. I was like, you why wouldn't you call like Rockies or something? Like, right? which, but, part? Like, which part? Um, you, know where, uh, you know where Two Dogs is at? Yeah. So you're facing Two Dogs. I guess to the right, there was that building towards the tracks. right there in the fucking square? With the garage doors. Had the little like hut. Yeah. Those cocksuckers are going to make some money. Oh, yeah. yeah nice, kill it. Super nice dudes. They were like, come down anytime. Like, come hang out. I dig it. So. They've been texting me constantly. So, yeah. anyway, I wanted to put that on there. But All this right. was cool. I've never yeah, done a thank podcast. You. If anybody this. can make it to three hours into this thing, they're going to know about Macomb's new brewery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are still listening, yeah. That's Good that we covered all the important shit early. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, thank you guys. Seriously, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm rooting for you. I hope everything it, it just keeps going. And, uh, and John, I mean, just from the beers that I've tasted, what, uh, triple dry hop one you did with Skeleton Key, the raspberry milkshake, and the Kolsch that I had. Unfortunately, your goddamn lager had kicked. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, it was great, man. I, I really appreciate you guys uh, kind of hosting me. Uh, I know I'm hosting you guys technically on the show, but you guys are hosting me in the facility. So yeah, no, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. This is cool. cool. Yeah, thank you. Super cool. All right, cheers, guys. All right, guys, I cheers. I know. If you got anything left in your glass, we might as well clink them together. I'm gonna refill. Make it, it ceremonial. Cheers, cheers, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Thank you. All right, we're out of here. Later.